Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning Zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming, on screens, and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of. Right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ten, ten, nine, nine, eight, eight, seven, seven, six, five, five, four, four, three, two, two, one, one. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is 5.30. It is Wednesday, October 6th. A little chilly out there this morning, 61 degrees. Ooh. And next week, get ready for the colder temperatures. The high is going to be in the 60s. Are you serious for next week? Yeah, the wow. highs are going to be in the <laughs> 60s. So it's uh, it's time to pull out the jackets. And I, I'm loving it. It was, it was funny, though. We went out on our walk last night, and um, I just I had on my shorts and a tank top like I usually wear. And we walk out, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's freezing. And my husband's like, do you want to go back and change? I'm like, no, we'll be fine. I'll be fine. Once once I get going, I'll, we'll warm up here. But um, you know, it's all it's all your perspective. Obviously, here we're used to the hotter temperatures, but it was crazy. I was really cold last night. Yeah, you go back to young Mercedes growing up in the Denver area yeah. with the snow and everything, and say, hey, when you're an adult, uh, you know, 65 is gonna be real chilly to you. You're like, what are you talking about? I know how things change. They say your blood gets thinner when you move out to the desert, and I fully believe that. I now when I go back to Colorado, I am always cold. I'm always asking my mom. Can we turn the heat on? Can we start a fire? Can we do something? Because I'm cold. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way going back to Philly. It's it's now to go back in the wintertime, it's like it's a bone-chilling cold. I remember being cold as a kid, but being able to deal with it and doing stuff outside all the time, riding my four-wheeler, just being out there, just dealing with the elements was no big deal. But I go back now as an adult, you just feel like I feel it in my bones. I'm like, man, it is cold. I look at my brother. He's like, it's not that bad, dude. I was trying to warn my daughter about that. She's looking at, she's looking at colleges and like on her top three is you pen and i was like you know it's cold there right and she's like yeah but it's just beautiful and that's where i i, I think i really want to go there and i'm like oh my gosh you have no <laughs> idea what you're in for i'm like well we're you know because we, we're trying to schedule some college visits so i'm like yeah. we're gonna go in a cold time and we're going to make sure that uh, you you understand what you would be signing up for if you went there. <laughs> experience the experience the elements. Yes, Absolutely, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, first off, uh, how you, how you feeling this morning? I'm, I'm sorry I didn't follow the baseball season at all this year, but I just saw the highlights this morning. I'm, <laughs> I'm, you're the first person I thought of this morning. I, how you guys doing? I, in house? We're fine. This team they did not deserve to go on. They did not. <laughs> they did not. We're talking about the Yankees. I'm by talking, the way. Yeah, I'm talking about the Yankees Red Sox game last night, and it, there's just so many mistakes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they just they would they would go on the streak and then they just completely implode. And so we're watching last night and some of the stupid like the, that third base coach who sent Aaron Judge home. I'm like, really? What were you thinking like that? I felt like that was such a big turning point in the game. And so, yeah, I, I'm fine. It's like just whatever I you know, what can you do? Your team, they they you got to be able to admit when they don't deserve to move on. And they did not. <laughs> but the Yankees at one point weren't it was at halfway. The all star break. They were in a really bad spot. And you Matt was writing them off. But you're like, don't write your team off yet. And they turned it around. there, Did they not? They did. They did. And he was writing us off like right off the bat last night it just it was like oh that's it we're not gonna win and i'm trying to be positive i'm like don't say that support your team and then after that aaron judge play at home 
I was like, oh, it's over. <laughs> He's like, welcome <laughs> to the dark side. <laughs> so other than that, hey, the Golden Knights, they ended up winning last night, which was good. I didn't watch that game, but I heard about it. So that was pretty cool. So, yeah, what can you do? But thank you for thank you for your concern. I do appreciate that. That, no. that actually always means a lot to me when people ask me about like teams I follow. Like, how you doing? I'm like, oh, well, thank you. Thank you for noticing that. Well, I was at the gym and the game was on and I saw that Boston was winning 2 nothing. That's all I saw maybe a minute of the game. I just saw it at the gym. Like, I'm thinking I'm remember Mercedes saying the Yankees had turned their season around, come back, and I was expecting this morning when the news came on to hear about the Yankees' big win, and, and um, it was um, the, the reporter was talking to someone from Boston, and they're like, I bet you're happy this morning. I'm like, oh, okay, I know what <laughs> happened last night. That did not work out well. No, Ooh. but congratulations to you Red Sox fans. Uh, they, they, it, was not, it was not the Yankees' night, that's for sure. Um, what so are what's your teams like these days? The Cowboys, how are they doing? Oh I'm my, sorry, I don't really follow no, them. No, totally. Fine. Cowboys are unbelievable. They're, they're three and one right now, and their one loss was to the Buccaneers. Tom Brady, that first game of the season, it was just an incredible game. I think that's one of the only times that the Cowboys fans were super happy with a loss because they just looked fantastic during that game. And then the other three games after that, they've won. And so the Cowboys are knock on wood look fantastic that's good i have uh i have um what's her running back's name zeke zeke yeah mm-hmm. i have him on my fantasy team and he he's good for a few points here and there he he's he hasn't been running much i i wish they would use him a little more yeah i feel like zeke uh you know, the pollard is the other running back they have and they use him a lot. they they kind of like uh, it's almost like 60 40 where zeke's getting the ball 60 percent of the time and he's getting the ball 40 percent. and when he gets it this backup guy he's fantastic and huh. then Dak is back at like 110 percent he destroyed his ankle last year the guy has surgery and everyone's wondering how is he how is he he was better than he was before last year so i think their passing game is bigger this year but they look they look fantastic so cowboys fans we are very happy right now but long season in front of us yeah exactly it's it's too early for any team right now except if you're following baseball then it's not too early it's actually too late so you got to get it on board on that one well matt is also too he's also a big dodgers fan grew up in that area so is he, they, they have a game tonight right so is he excited about tonight's game oh yeah yeah see he he kind of he he says i have my nl team and my al team i'm like no you can only have one team and i people debate me on this all the time i just love giving him a hard time about it but yes he is a dodgers fan grew up a dodgers fan and so we actually went to a dodger game this weekend to see them play and and he just was like a kid in a candy store so yeah he'll be watching them uh, play tonight and rooting for them so as long as one of his horses is in the race he's going to be happy about that and then tonight's the same deal so it's, it's a one game playoff yeah, it's not a series exactly. tonight. okay yeah. go dodgers a lot of dodgers fans here in vegas so go Dodgers. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, there are a lot of Dodger fans in Vegas, that's for sure. So, okay, let's get this show started this morning. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Come Undone by Duran Duran? Here, get a superstar by Praz and Maya. Or do you want to hear That's Not My Name by the Ting Tings? They call me help. choices get your vote in here tweet us at mercedes in the am vote on facebook or text or call us 702-364-9400 we'll count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 
crush it? Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. As if the voice didn't already have enough A-list talent, they just announced another huge star is coming to the show. Ed Sheeran has been named Season 21's Mega Mentor and will join the show starting on October 25th to advise artists as they prepare for the knockout rounds. Ed's appearance will be just four days before his new album, Equals, which drops on October 29th. So perfect timing on that. That's a pretty cool big name right there. There's a show I want to ask you about because you mentioned it, like, uh, I feel like, last week. Alter Ego. It's 9 o'clock tonight on Fox. Five contestants compete for the final audition on the show. But So you have Alanis Morissette as a judge, Nick Lachey, Will I Am. Are you watching the show or you just kind of know it from afar? No, I, I, so my husband was watching it the other day, and I started watching it a little bit, but I'm not, like, diehard on it. It's kind of like the voice, though, but different? <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. It's just like they're, they're looking at holograms of people performing. So, yeah, it's kind of like it. So that's tonight at 9 o'clock. So the Jonas Brothers are now selling popcorn. It's called Rob's Backstage Popcorn. Popcorn, and it's actually a secret recipe from the dad of their former bass player. He would make this sweet and savory popcorn and bring it to the band to enjoy backstage at shows. Well, Nick says, we asked Rob, would it be okay if we launched this and gave the experience to our fans? And he said, let's do it. So the Jonas Brothers, they started selling it at concerts this year, but have now expanded to online. The popcorn is vegan, GMO-free, gluten-free, and you can buy a pack of four for 20 bucks. Oh, that's pretty cool. If you want it, go to eatrobs.com. Now, Kylie Jenner, she's getting into the Halloween spirit because she unveiled her latest collaboration, and that's a partnership with A Nightmare on Elm Street. Kylie X, Nightmare on Elm Street, launches on October 12th. Are you big on the on the Kylie X stuff that she has, or makeup and everything? I got a couple of her lip uh, lip colors, but I was not a huge fan. No. So I didn't I, like the consistency of them. As like it uh, flaky or something? Or what's it just didn't last very long. Yeah, it just kind of came right off and it, it wasn't very... Yeah, I just didn't like it. Well, October 12th is a big day, so you have Kylie Jenner's Kylie X Nightmare on Elm Street comes out and then also um, the Vegas Golden Knights season opener is on October 12th. So two, two big things happening October 12th. While we're talking about sports, Las Vegas Aces tonight, 7 o'clock at Phoenix. Win or go home for the ladies tonight. They got to win tonight oh, or else they they're gotta done. they got to do it. They got to do it. That game's at 7 o'clock. They will. I mean, we, we have faith, but, man, it's do or die tonight. So here's a list. Of, this is scary. These are scary movies according to science. So what they did is they took 250 people or, as you, as you could say, victims, and they put heart monitors on them and had them watch 40 different scary movies, both new and classic. Give you the top five. Tell me if you saw saw any of these movies. Hereditary came out in 2018. Uh, no. Not, I have not seen that one. I haven't even heard of it. The Conjuring from 2013. Um, no. Same here. This is a, a based on like heart monitors and everything else. Insidious, which came out in 2010. That's number three on the list. Um, and I have not seen that one either. Same here. Number two, Sinister, came out in 2012. Uh, no. <laughs> same, same. What about Host? It came out in 2020. Host. Nope. Never seen that one. Uh, I got a second here. Let's hit some of the uh, the, the Conjuring 2. I guess if you didn't see The Conjuring, you probably didn't no, see The Conjuring I probably too. didn't see the follow-up. <laughs> Paranormal Activity from 2007. Uh, Paranormal Activity. Nope. Didn't see that one. I don't like scary movies. Can you tell? Uh, <laughs> a Quiet Place Part 2. No, it's not Part 1. <laughs> nope. It's got to be Part 2. Uh, it Follows from 2014. Uh, 2014. 
It follows. Nope. Haven't seen that one. Terrified from 2017. Nope. <laughs> Don't even know what that is. I think I got one of these on the list. That's about it. Oh, man. I need to see more scary movies, apparently. Yeah, it's the scariest movies, <laughs> according to science. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. And it's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1496. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock on Wednesday, October 6th. I just saw today CCSD is celebrating International Walk to School Day. So they are promoting safe walking and bicycling through the Safe Routes to School program today. Did you walk to school, bike to school, or did you take a bus to school? I was a bus to school every single day, but once I got into junior high and high school, they were they were closer. They were a couple of miles away, and it wasn't an, e- it wasn't an easy bike ride, and my, my buddy and I did it once. Because to get there, you had to literally like bike through a forest. It was like an episode of Goonies. Uh, you had to bike through a forest, some backcountry roads, down a major highway. And I just wanted to do it once. And I got to school. I'm like, ah, now I got to bike home. That wasn't too fun. It's too tired. Yes, yeah. it was too much work. We had a major, like oh, in elementary school, I was bus. Junior high, I th- there was I could walk, but there were you had to cross a major street to do it with a lot of traffic, and my mom didn't like that, so. Oftentimes she or my neighbor, we'd carpool and they'd just drop us off there. Um, but we were too close to get a bus, but it was too far to walk. So it was between. just right in, the, in between there. We had a, a deal as so elementary school. Our bus stop was at the end of the neighborhood. And as a, I mean, it's maybe half a mile walk, which is kind of a longer distance to walk in the morning. And especially we're talking earlier, it gets cold and snowy. It's just so funny how times have changed. And I understand the times. But back then, we'd be walking and it'd be raining. And some neighbor we don't know would pull over and like, you guys want to ride? We're like, yeah. We'd jump in and they'd ride us, to, take us to the end of the uh, the, the streets. We have to, to be in the rain. Or same thing, walking home. One of the neighbors pull over. Want to ride? Yeah. You hop in this car and you go home to the house. Don't do that today. Probably shouldn't have done it in the 80s. But that was just a thing we did back then. We um One thing I've noticed, though, when I, when I pick up my kids from school is that the... The line to get them, is it just is it just me or does anyone else have to deal with this? Where it's just insanity picking up your kids after school. There's people double parking. There's people not following the rules. It's like in and out. You're, they're supposed to go. It's supposed to be an easy thing. And sometimes it's great. Other days, you've got two or three people who just don't listen to the rules. And they're like, I'm just going to get out of my car and walk in and lay my car right here in the middle of traffic. It's just it's so ridiculous. Does anyone else have to deal with that craziness that is the pickup line? I don't have to deal with the drop-off line because my husband takes them to school, but that pickup line can be a pain sometimes. Is there someone kind of like directing traffic or it's a free-for-all? Like, you know where to go, just follow the rules. Or is there someone trying to at least keep keep the peace there? They have people dr- directing traffic and God bless them. They they do their best. And for 99.9% of the time, they do a, a great job. The 0.1% is when someone doesn't listen to them. It's, no, it's not their fault. They have it, a finely tuned machine there. But someone just is like, oh, 
I'm just going to double park here. So then they block a car in and then that person starts honking and then everyone gets backed up. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Our tempers flying. People get irritated. With you each can other. tell they are like, you're honking at a car that no one's in. What's the point? They're not hearing you right now. Why are you honking at that car? They can't move. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I like how you, Christopher, the, uh, the attendant, bless them. They're doing their best out there. <laughs> they, they are. I feel for them because they're trying to be nice, but at the same time, you know, they're just really wanting to say, yeah. like, go, you know, get out of here. It is, uh, it, that is one of my most stressful times of the day when we have to do pick up. It's craziness. I, I think you got a parent calling in here maybe oh, to agree with you right now. Actually, it sounds like this person uh, actually works at the school. Uh, let's see. I don't have a name on. Oh, Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, I work at a school and I just wish I could give you a great big hug for the kind things you said about the pickup people that are there and acknowledging that just those parents that don't listen and we appreciate you and I will tell you what, those those few parents are we talk about them. Oh, you should we talk about them a lot. As you should. And you are doing you are doing an amazing job, Jerry. Don't let anybody tell you different. It's only the parents' fault when there's an issue because you guys are working your butts off to make traffic flow in there. So thank you for what you do, Sherry. That's uh that's one of those thankless jobs. It's like you you when it, things are going smoothly, you don't even notice how hard they're working. Because that's how right. great they are, you know? And, and if everybody if everybody walks their bikes to school today, there will be no pickup line. It'll be great. Oh, Let's, do Let's do it. Let's <laughs> take your bikes and walk today. Give Sherry a break. Thank you so much for calling, Sherry. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, some texts are coming in, too. We may have hit a nerve with that. It says, Mercedes, welcome to the club. It's morning and after school. Oh. I think it's only in Vegas. Oh, it's just, yeah. Be nice to those people. They are really trying. It's hard. And they usually have a job to go to right after that, too. So, like, let's give them a break. Is it the same? I guess I'm guessing it's the same parents over and over committing these uh, these kind of violations. Oh, I see different ones oh, really? all the time. <laughs> but that's everyone. just at our school. <laughs> uh, I will say, to their credit, it's been pretty good lately. I haven't had an issue in a few weeks, but... Just as if you have that option to walk or bike to school today, you should do it. It would be fun. Try it. And then everyone out there driving, too, just pay extra attention this morning. More kids out there walking and biking on their way to school. So this morning, wow, the, the tickets to Legends of Hip Hop at the Orleans Arena. We have those tickets for you. So this is with Ice Cube, Warren G, N2 Deep, Exhibit, and more. We have those in the 8 o'clock hour. And then coming up here in about 15 minutes, the early edition of Heads Up, you'll get tickets to the Mixtape Party. This has got new kids on the block. You got In Vogue, Rick Astley, Salt and Peppa. So those tickets are yours when you win heads up in about 15 minutes. And then up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Adele trending again today. And now it's hitting close to home. Also, is Megan Trainer too close to her husband? And now you can be the hit of the Halloween party with this costume. That's coming up next in what's trending. We die. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. In less than five minutes, we got heads up. When you play it and win it, you'll get passes or tickets to the mixtape tour with new kids on the block, In Vogue, Rick Astley, Salt and Peppa. It's all coming up. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending Woo! on Mix 94.1. Adele leads off What's Trending again this morning. Yesterday, the singer had some exciting news for us. She announced that her first single in five years would arrive on October 15th. 
The song is called Easy On Me, and it's rumored to be on a new album called 30. And now... Billboard is reporting that she is reportedly finalizing plans for her rumored Las Vegas residency in 2022. We wow. we told you about this a, a few months ago, but they're saying it's down to two places. And I don't know if it's a bidding war or she's just kind of deciding where the right fit would be. But they say she is trying to pick between the Park Theater at the Park MGM or the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. They also add that both venues are run by Live Nation. They have dates available in 2022 to hold concerts. So this could be very exciting as this new album comes out, playing all, you know, playing all her old hits, playing some of the new stuff, and preparing for a world tour eventually. You know it would be huge, and either place she goes to would just be a win for Las Vegas. And her last two albums were number one across the board in almost every single country. I don't know if there's a country that it wasn't number one in. So this is this is big. This yeah, is big. really big news. And it'll be exciting to see uh, where she ends up going because you're right. It's, it's going to be a sellout every night. She is so wonderful in concert. I've seen her twice and she is just fantastic. I, I'm so excited about this. You talked about a teaser on our website. Is is there audio? Is there an audio teaser that we could play that we're actually hearing instrumental or it's just kind of like a visual well, teaser that she's there, given? No, there's audio. Um, I don't, I didn't put it in, but it's, um, I was reading online that some people are saying that's not the song, that that's just a background noise. And then other people are saying, no, this is the song. And some people are saying that it's, it's from a some sort of symphony that came out back in, hundreds of years ago. So, oh, so I'm not sure. It. Okay. I'm not sure what it is, but um, yeah, we can get that in for next time if you want to hear what was playing uh, on this audio teaser. But again, the song's called Easy On Me. So we'll be hearing that next week. Also this morning, Megan Trainer is trending. So the singer recently shared a very intimate tidbit about her relationship with her husband, Daryl Savara. She was on a podcast with her brother, Ryan, and he said that she and her husband are way too close and he would never want to be that close with someone. How close? Well, he elaborated. He said that they have side by side toilets in their bathroom and they use them at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Megan went on to clarify and explain that. They have a baby and they often have to go to the bathroom at the same time. And so when they got a new house, they asked for two toilets to be installed next to each other. She said the contractors were so confused as to why anyone would want that, but they did it. And she said that they use them together very often. However, they have only gone number two together twice. <laughs> I, that's just not for me. I mean, maybe some couples like that, being that close. But I, I need some separation. I'm sure my wife would want some separation as well. I couldn't imagine sitting there eye to eye. Hey. How's it going? <laughs> work was good? Oh, oh my uh, yeah. goodness. Does, does it work for you? Uh, no, yeah. not that close. I will, however, say that there is something, and maybe we can talk about it later, that my husband and I do that maybe some would say, okay, now that's just too close. You got, you got to back off a little bit. I, I think we all have those things where it's like, you wait, what? But you, you can't hold hands when going number two, right? No, okay. no, no, no. You can blow kisses. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No number two together. Reach out, high five. <laughs> also trending this morning is Meg Ryan. Now that hot girl summer is over, get ready for Meg Ryan Fall. It's the newest fashion craze on TikTok where users are posting their looks inspired by the actress's outfits 
from rom-com classics like When Harry Met Sally, You've Got Mail, and Sleepless in Seattle. Some of the iconic pieces included a lot of oversized sweaters, uh, chic blazers, and of course, a classic trench coat. But get ready for Meg Ryan Fall. It's happening in... uh, in a workplace near you, apparently. And we can bust it out next week, as you pointed out. Yeah, t- highs in the upper 60s next week. So definitely fall weather coming here next week. So yeah, I, out there right now, actually, when you step outside. I feel like fall outfits are the best. They're still, you're not bundled up where you, you look, you can't see yourself and you're completely covered mm-hmm. and it's all puffy jackets and stuff. But there's still style in there. Um, yeah, I think fall outfits are the absolute best. You can do some layers and remove yeah. a layer if you get too hot. Yeah, this is a great time to be in Las Lots Vegas. Lots of accessorizing hats, yeah, scarves, stuff like that. Boots, right? Yes. I'm, I'm boots year-round, 365, but it's boot season, right, for you? Uh, definitely boots uh, in the fall. And I also change out my sneakers. Like, I go with more subdued colors. Like, I pull out my, my um, dunks. A little more or my I, like there's certain there's certain shoes I like to wear in the fall better uh, like I'm wearing a very I'm, I'm wearing a beige set of uh, Nikes today and I just like them because they look neutral they go with the fall palette you know <laughs> all right finally this morning Franzia is trending Franzia like the box wine if you like wine and you're looking for a Halloween costume fans of the box wine can now have both the winery is selling adult sized versions of its boxes online for 40 bucks. So it's you could dress up like a box of Franzia essentially. What's better though is it actually has wine in it. Each side has a pouch that dispenses wine. You you are going to be the hit of the party if you go as boxed wine and you actually dispense <laughs> wine. The costumes come in two versions. You can dress as Chardonnay or you can dress as a red blend and you can get yours while they last at shop.franzia.com and that is what's trending. We want caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. Your caller 20, you get to play heads up and we think you're going to like this prize. We have a pair of tickets to check out the Mixtape Tour 2022. The the party continues. It, it includes a great lineup. If you like those throwbacks, New Kids on the Block, and Vogue, Rick Astley, Salt and Peppa. It is all happening May 29th next year at the Michelob Ultra Arena. And if you want to go, all you got to do is be color 20 right now. Pick your category, pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will win. Color 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Sarah, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Heck yeah. All nice. right. Let's make you a winner. We've got these new kids on the block tickets, the mixtape a tour, and we'd love to get them for you. Pick a category. Do you want to go with lesson plan, go green, or solar system? Go green. Go green. Okay, National Kale Day is today. Happy National Kale Day, everybody. Um, These are all foods and items that are green. Okay, Sarah? Okay, let's try this. All right, who do you want to pick as your partner? I'm going Mercedes. Okay. All right, Sarah, here is the deal. you got 60 seconds on the clock. Very simple. Get six correct. And you'll get tickets to the mixtape tour, and you start now. It's long, it's green, it's not a crocodile, but uh, it's it's not a crocodile, but it looks like one animal. Sharp teeth. Pass. Okay, Uh, this is these grow. They're plants that don't need water. They have prickly things on them. Cactus. Yes, this is um the vegetable you just said. It's long. It's green. Celery. Yes, this is uh what you walk on in your front yard. You mow it. 
grass. Yes. This is, um, some of them are red. Some of them are green. Um, one of these. Apple. Yep. This is, um, they say ribbit, ribbit. Frog. Yes. Frog the, these, these fall from the tree in the fall. Leaves? Yes! Nice. Wow. Woo! Sarah, oh, congratulations! That was scary. But okay. That was scary. <laughs> we got um, the first one was alligator. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't think to eat alligator. <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, they're long. They're green. Celery. I was like, oh no, we're we're not totally opposite of celery. But we use that in the end. So congratulations, Sarah. Awesome. Sarah, Thank you just you. got your tickets. This is gonna be so much fun. The mixtape tour. New kids on the block. En Vogue. Rick Astley. Salt and Pepper. It's happening May 29th of 2022. Now, for the heads up, in the 8 o'clock hour, when you win that, you'll get tickets to the Legends of Hip Hop with Ice Cube, Warren G, N2 Deep, Exhibit, and more. So that's coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. And then up next, you ready for it? Yes, it is two truths and one lie. Make sure you uh, jump onto Facebook. We'll be live streaming. Who's the liar? It's next. It's Mix 94.1. Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning Zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming, on screens, and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of. Right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Oops. JC's like, hey, you want me to play the intro? I'm like, yeah, play it. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> You're the intro, right, Mercedes? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, welcome. It is time for two truths and one lie. Two of us will be telling the truth on a story. It's really hard to come up with stories that we haven't told on this show before, but mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're sticking with it and we're doing the thing. Um, and one of us will be lying about our story. So can you tell who's telling the truth and who's lying? You might want to jump on Facebook right now. We are live streaming. You can maybe get some facial cues, maybe some of our little ticks. You can tell who's lying by jumping on there. And we are predetermining who is going to do what. We don't know until this very moment. And I just got mine you guys got yours yes indeed I don't show the screen mine. <sighs> Who okay. wants to, I'll, I'll go first today okay um so i was trying to think of some of like we talk about vacations gone wrong a lot and i was thinking about this the other day we had mentioned bad vacations and i thought about the time that my family and i went to on vacation to hawaii it was actually my first time ever to hawaii and my parents took me and my brother and my sister for some reason, my other brother didn't go. I don't know. I don't really remember the reason why, but it was just the three of us. And they decided to let us do the swimming with the dolphins. We were we were on the big island. We were staying at the Waikoloa village and they have a lagoon there where you can actually swim with dolphins. So they asked if we wanted to try the swim with dolphins thing. I wanted to. My sister wanted to. My little brother did not want to. So it was just me and my sister. So we get in there and they teach you, you know, how to interact with the dolphins and all of this. Well, the next thing I know, one of the dolphins that we were playing with, I can't remember the dolphin's name, but it came up behind me and it's like nose dug on the downside of my swimsuit and pulled down the, my bikini bottoms 
like I was wearing the life jacket thing, <laughs> and it, its nose pulled it down, and I felt it go down around my leg, and I didn't know. I, they said don't don't move like quickly because it will freak out the dolphin. So I was trying to stay still, and I'm like, um, um, and um. So my um my bottoms were all the way down to my ankles. I they didn't fall off completely, but. My dolphins pulled down my swimsuit, so a yeah. dolphin exposed your private parts. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone could see, but I was just—I I had to tell the person, the instructor person. I'm like, the, the the dolphin pulled down my swimsuit, and they're like, "Oh, they do that." <laughs> oh, then don't worry about it. They like, just like do it's that. a normal thing. What I kind of trainer do we have? Is teaching dolphins? Hey, guys. No. It was so weird, and it, just the sensation of him getting his, like, he was trying to do that. He got his nose up in there, and he kind of yanked it down. It was really terrifying. So. I yes. visited the, Mar- the Martinez family arriving in Hawaii, minus one child. All in our Hawaiian shirts. Hell yeah. And then, you know, they put the lays on you when you got off the plane. Oh. Aloha. Your dad had some kind of pineapple drink the entire time in oh, my mind. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, like, the zinc oxide down yes. his nose. <laughs> it was a pina colada. So, wow. there you go. I, uh, a, a, a dolphin tried to take my bikini bottoms off. Truth or lie, either way, that's a fun story. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, there that's you go. Great. There's so, mine. So, you said no one saw you. Well, they saw it was happening, but it's all okay. underwater. So, good. like, Ooh. nothing was actually exposed, thank goodness. Yeah, okay, good. If, if they saw anything, it would have been the two instructors and my sister. My How sister, old? I was okay. Well, oh, gosh. I think I was, it was my first time there. I think I was like 17. Okay, so you're all yeah, no, you're so young, but you're you're a teenager. Right? Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah. It was it was freaky. So. I'm sweating just thinking about if, if this is true or not. Oh, but still, boy. wow, the, the perverted dolphin. There yeah, is. so there you go. There's my story. Uh, I'll, I'll go next. I like I can't. I don't think I can top the perverted dolphin. That's a great story. <laughs> I was reminded of this last night because uh, my, my buddy, Big Head, is his nickname. His name is Ronnie. But his wife reached out to me because they're now back in town to live in Boulder City. And I was just thinking about, I worked with Big Head at Value Rent-A-Car. And he was just an awesome guy. And I know his sister listens to the show. But I chipped Big Tooth's, uh, Big Tooth, Big Head's tooth one time. We're, we're, we're just bored at work. And we had peanut M&Ms. And we're out back on, on break. And we decided to have a game of catch where you have to catch it in your mouth. And once you catch it in your mouth, you take a step back. And to catch it, take a step back. And we're going back and forth. And we got a good distance, maybe, I don't know, maybe 25 feet. It was, it was a good solid distance. And I was just getting bored of the game. And he's all into it, tossing out. And so it was my turn to toss. And I just took a peanut M&M. Instead of tossing it up, I went fastball right, right to the face. And Big Head, being a professional, he still tried to catch it. He goes, Aff! and you just hear this and then go, ah, my tooth. And I chipped his tooth. Did you even feel any remorse for what you did? I actually ran because I thought Big Head was going to come chasing after me out of anger. <laughs> I'm like, I got to go back up front. And I went running back up to the front. But then I, I went back out. And he was, he was calm. But yeah, I, ch- I chipped his tooth. He had to go to the dentist and get a little thing he put in. Did you offer to pay for it? No. I was like 23, 22. No, oh, I, I was 21 at the time. Mean. I had no money. What are you kidding oh, me? Oh, that's so terrible. You were just at work. Just tossing peanut M and M's, just this, on the job. This is value rent a car, customer service. And, okay. uh, you can do whatever you want. Customer in that value. service is not key there. No, it was, that's that's why it's out of business. Yeah, and uh, because just, of the chip tooth. Yeah, for placement, it, it was right across from the Virgin Hotel. So there's a CVS there now. Uh, but back in the '90s, that was value rent a car. So that's where I spent. Uh, the, I worked there for three years, and yeah, we're just out back board tossing these things. And I, I just I just got bored of the game and pff, bullet right to his head. He tried to catch it. Oh, but it backfired on Big Head. That's so mean. I would like to think that you're lying because you wouldn't do something that mean. But what if if you if you would have caught it, 
It would have been great. It would have been awesome. But just the fact that he missed it and it chipped his tooth. So, I mean, I think we're both to blame, actually. Yeah. No, he, you are to blame. Why would you, you chuck an M&M at someone's mouth? <laughs> yeah, Peanut that's not M&M. nice. Peanut M&M and M&M honestly, too. you going that fast with something so small, I'm, it's hard to believe, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you, JC, that you're telling the truth. Yeah, I hope is you that, are. Is that you went so fast on a peanut M&M and it hit a tooth. Mm, interesting. It makes my teeth hurt, too. Doesn't it? I know. Yeah. Oh. I think Big Head didn't have the best teeth, I don't think, either. So you were doing him a favor by knocking him out. <laughs> Not very nice. First you hit it, and then you're telling him you yeah, had bad geez. teeth. He's telling on the radio that you have terrible teeth. My gosh. <laughs> His wife and him are back to town. Let's listen to Mix. Wow. I, the JC's on that station. What? Okay, Steph, your turn. Wow. Okay, so I've told you guys before um, on this segment that I used to dance with some Jabberwockies headliners here in town that back in San Diego, and I was on the, the dance team Culture Shock San Diego with them. And before that, I was on the junior team team future shock san diego and while i was on future shock san diego i was invited to one of the jabberwockies weddings and i was able to perform for one of the jabberwockies weddings while i was on the junior team Man, the Jabberwockies are providing you so much material for this, it really for this is. segment. It was yes. Janet Jackson last week. You it danced was, for it. It was, but I was lying about that one last week. <laughs> With the Jabberwockies, did they dress in their Jabberwocky gear at a wedding? They did, but the one that was getting married wasn't performing. So everyone but him were performing. I was dancing. And Which I'll, one? What was his name? His name was Raynan. Did you get him a wedding present? I didn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> you went to his wedding and you didn't get him a present? I was only 16. <laughs> Steph, you, bust, you come down on me for chipping somebody's tooth by accident. You go to a wedding and don't buy a present? No job, no money. I was going to ask my parents, hey, can I buy a wedding present? And I, you know, I was only in high school at the time when I was invited to the wedding. So it was really fun. <laughs> it was all of, the, all of the junior team. The Future Shock San Diego dance team was invited to the wedding and we performed at it. How old was he, the guy that got married? Ooh. I know he was younger than the bride. A little bit. I forgot how old he was. I'm like sorry. in his 20s or was he like a teen? Was it a teen wedding? I want to say he was in the 20s. A teen wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was in his 20s, I believe. Uh, hmm. This is uh, this is a lot of Jabberwockies material. I think that you're going to this well too many times. I think this might be a lie. But these are all awesome stories. From this, I've never heard this from Mercedes. The Jabberwockies yeah. things from Steph. And I don't think I ever told the story about busting big heads too. These are all really good <laughs> stories today. Yes, I was invited, and we danced, we performed, uh, we did it where we um, the set was where he we we had some that was him, the groom, and then the bride. So we kind of set it around their love story. It was really cute. Interesting. Okay, who is telling the truth and who is lying? 702-364-9400 is our number. You can call us. You can text us. This one on the text line says, I could see younger JC just doing random stuff like tossing peanut M&Ms and destroying someone's tooth, LOL. Just, we were playing catch. We were, I didn't just like show up to work and go, hey, Big Ed, we were playing catch. But at some point you got bored. And I did. I was so bored. I'm like, just tired of this game. Corey says, Stephanie is the liar. I feel like when you say, when you call Stephanie, Steph by Stephanie, it's like you're scolding her. Stephanie. uh I don't even remember the last time I was named Stephanie. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk to Aaron. Aaron, good morning. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? I'm going to say Mercedes lying because uh, knowing Mercedes and what I've listened to over the years on the radio show, you would be absolutely mortified 
if the panties were dropped. I was mortified. I was a child. And, and I, I swear, like, do dolphins have teeth? Because I felt like it was tugging. I don't know if it was just the nose. I felt like he was doing and it. I'm sure it was her- the nose that removed the thing, right? <laughs> I, I hope it was the dolphin. Maybe it was not. No. Uh, it, yeah, that was re- weird. But thanks. Yeah, thanks for that. Jeremiah says, Steph is lying. Daniela, who do you think is lying? Daniela. Daniela? Well, she said you, JC. Ah, Daniela. (laughs) Uh, Melissa says JC. All right, let's start doing some reveals here. Truth teller number one, please reveal yourself. It's me. I'm running out of stories here, you guys. Yes, I was invited to, uh, and it was all of us. It wasn't like I'm a wedding guest. It was just like, hey, Future Shock, come and perform. Because we were, um, the bride was the Future Shock director. So we were all very close to the bride, and then she just happened to be marrying a Jabberwocky. Oh, but so you weren't like sitting at the wedding. You were performing, and then you went home? We went to the wedding. We weren't like those official guests, but we were there. We were invited. We got to eat and stuff like that. So it was really cool. So you don't need to bring a present in that case, I think. I I think you're okay. I feel like I was in the clear. Are they still married? No, they're not married no more. But they're still really cool people. Yeah, sure. I was was going to say, they're still married. Get them on the show. Maybe present them with a present. Oh, maybe I can get one of them on the show and say, (laughs) hey, I'm sorry it didn't work out. No, I'm kidding. Truth teller number two, reveal yourself. I chipped Big Head's tooth (laughs) at Valley Rental Car in 1996. (laughs) You chip the tooth and here i am arguing with you knowing the whole time i'm lying well, we, that's what we do this is the game so fun so that means i lied darn it i really wanted yours to be the truth i am uh, darn from dolphin you know there we did go there that part was true my dad did offer for us to go swim with the dolphins and i politely declined because i that scared me so bad to be in the water with them i didn't know what they were going to do so we watched other people swim with the dolphins but i did not swim with the dolphins i was too scared to do it and that's too great of a story. And if that was true, I'd be very upset you waited so long to tell I us know, that story. all these years. Yes, I was the liar. I always feel so bad when we lie. But, you know, that's the point of the game. So there you go. Coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us? Okay, if you are hosting Thanksgiving this year, the CDC has a suggestion for you. We'll tell you what it is. Also, these are the times of day that you must be on, like, high alert. They The times of the day with the most kidnappings. And the answers may surprise you. Also, a man tries to sue his wife after he tripped. We'll explain why he wanted to sue her coming up next in the Hot 3. That's Ed Sheeran. It was just announced Ed Sheeran will be the mega mentor on this season's of The Voice. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch Muddy 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Over the weekend, the CDC released some tips to celebrate the holidays safely, and they include many of the greatest hits, including getting vaccinated, wearing a mask, social distancing, celebrating virtually, etc., etc. But they also remind us that celebrating this year outdoors is going to be much safer than indoors. But here's a new one. If you're going to be inside, they do suggest buying a window fan. They say to open doors and windows, set the fan up to blow air. That's going to pull fresh air in through the other open windows. Um, I guess if you're 
I was watching the news this morning. They were talking about how, you know, with a lot of gatherings, what do you do if you're like on different sides of the spectrum with, you know, I pro-vax, anti-vax, bringing people together? Can you say, hey, you can't come unless you are or some something like that? It gets tense with families, you know, if it, it's things already are tense with families sometimes. Now you got this in the mix. Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable having a non-vaccinated person in your house, you're afraid to you get them sick or something and tell that person, hey, I don't want you to come. They might be upset with that whole thing. And it's very interesting with those box fans, too. I learned that over the summer because most people would put a box fan at the window blowing the air inside, thinking you're bringing the fresh air. But they say one of the best ways is to have that fan, regardless of COVID or not, is to have it blowing out. So that way you're sucking the hot air out of your house. Have another window open, but you're sucking the hot air out, blowing it out of your house. And then from another window, bringing in that cooler air into your home. Yeah, I I would do the opposite. I would bring in the cooler air and have it blow directly on me instead of <laughs> sucking it out. But yeah, apparently there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. Also trending this mor- or also going on this morning is uh, this this interesting um, study that it's really important to know. This is a serious subject and good information if you're a parent. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children says there are three times in an average day when kidnappings and abductions are more likely to happen. In general, they're more likely on a weekday than on weekends. But here are the three specific times to remember. The first two make sense. Third one, not as obvious. The first time is between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. That's when most kids are on their way to school, so they are less likely to be with an adult. The second time is between 3 p.m. and 4 p.m., so right after school makes sense. The third time is between 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. That's right after dinner for most people when kids might be outside playing without supervision. One of the top tips they give parents is don't let your kid walk to and from their bus stop alone. If you can't be there to pick them up, try to set up a buddy system so they walk home with another kid. Did your kids have like a code word? So for for some reason, you're. I think the, the times have changed with cell phones and everything, but... Or did you have a code word as a kid that so if someone came to pick you up at school and he rec- recognized that person? Like my mom sent you, your mom sent me to pick you up. The code word is pineapple. No, we don't have that. They, you have to sign up paper um, for their school saying these are the people that are allowed to pick up my children. Mm. And if they're not on the list, they're not picking this up. Is not going to happen. It does not matter. <laughs> it does not matter at all. So yeah, I, and we only have just two people like a couple i'm like if they come then there's something seriously wrong and go with them and they know them too so they would go with them but yeah you have to put everyone on that list that my buddy my buddy just my uh buddy's wife sent us so my wife and i text a couple weeks ago we're on one of these lists for the for their kids because uh his brother just moved out of town so they've got her their mom in town his family and then outside of that they're, they're like you're next in command so for some reason we can't get the kids mom can't get the kids you're on the list i'm like oh that's a that's an honor to be on the list yeah to be i that mean person. it says they really trust you yeah. on that. You must be doing something right. I want to get the call. I want them to be tied up. and can't make it. I want the call. Like, hey, come pick up the kids. All right. Here I come, guys. Let's you, go. You want the call? I want the call. That means something bad no, happened. No, I, I want like them to be stuck at work. She's at an appointment. Mom's not feeling too hot. Doesn't feel like driving. They're like, you get the call. Go pick them up. Finally, this morning, back in 2018, a Cleveland man named John Walford was at the home of his then-fiance, Judy, and she asked him to carry a box of vinegar jugs from her car to her basement. He carried the box through the back door and then tripped over Judy's shoes and then tumbled down the steps. He had several broken bones. He racked up over $80,000 in medical bills, and he lost more than $18,000 in income because he couldn't work for several months. John tried to sue Judy, claiming she created dangerous conditions in her home and failed in her duty 
as a host to protect a social guest from those conditions. But this past Thursday, it was thrown out. A court ruled that Judy's shoes were open and obvious, and a person taking precautions would have seen them. The most fascinating part is the timeline, though. So the accident happened in February of 2018. And a year later, in May of 2019, John and Judy got married. John sued in October of 2019, and now he's found out that he's not able to sue his now wife. And yes, they're still 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 married. married. So what would your wife think about you suing her now for leaving her shoes out? And it's something that happened before we were engaged, before we were married. Yeah. I don't think she'd go for that. Yeah, that's, be a little upset. I'm sure that causes some tension there. What's he doing with two jugs? He's carrying two jugs of vinegar downstairs? Like a bunch of jugs of vinegar. He needs a lot of vinegar downstairs in that basement, does he? Well, they were hers. She asked him to carry them down there. Hey, I use vinegar, lots of vinegar to clean. It is oh, like the best thing to clean with. I'm serious. It's like, and it's not, you know, it's it doesn't have a bunch of chemicals in it. Yeah, it stinks for a hot minute, but just, you know, just put a little bit of water in there to dilute it. And oh, the vinegar is the best thing to clean with. Makes things so shiny. Has Matt ever left anything out? Because Laura, with her, her riding boots, she takes them off. She's in an area in the garage where she keeps them, but if she's in a rush to get in the house, she'll leave them right by the entrance. So there have been times where I've, I've come home and haven't seen them, and I don't trip and fall, but kind of like, ah, I stumbled upon them a little bit. Does Matt ever leave stuff out? No, he is Mr. Clean. If anything, it's me. I, I <laughs> leave things out all the time, and he's pretty patient about it, but he always has his reminder. He's like, get your junk, get your junk. <laughs> That's not junk. That's my stuff. Those are my clothes. Those, that is not junk. It's a, it's a given. When we do two truths and a lie, we, we run super late. So we need to uh, get back on track here. Yep. So we're going to break here. <laughs> Coming up here next, we do have the dirt. Did anyone else see Saturday Night Live over the weekend? There was a first. If you missed it, I'll explain what happened. Coming up here in just about 10 minutes. Don't really Olivia Rodrigo, good for you on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. This past weekend was the season premiere of Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live, and Owen Wilson was the host, and Casey Musgraves was the musical guest. One of the songs that Casey performed was Justified. Here's some of that performance from Saturday Night. If I die just a little inside just a little if I want you and I call you and I change my mind If I need The video from the show is getting a lot of attention because it looks like she's performing naked. She was sitting on a stool, uh, on a stool with her legs crossed, only wearing cowboy boots and her body was blocked by her guitar and her guitar strap. She was also dimly lit. Well, Casey's publicist confirmed that she did perform naked on SNL and that the audience didn't see anything during setup because she was blocked by a sheet. This was the show's first ever nude appearance. I saw that and I was like, wait, she has no clothes on. Look at her doing doing her thing. <laughs> she looks great. It was everything was covered. Then when she was playing with the guitar, yeah, you couldn't see yeah. a thing, but you can tell she was naked. You though, can huh? tell she was naked. I, but I, then I, part of me was like, there's no way. Maybe this it's a sheer outfit. But yeah, it looked naked. Well, someone uh, took a shot from behind and you can see her bum bum. And that was released. So you do see Casey's uh, half bum bum sitting on, on the stool. Kim Kardashian, she's hosting SNL this weekend. And they say that Kanye is helping her get ready for the gig. According to online sites, she's nervous and she's secretly advising Kanye about her performance, her monologue, and costumes for the show this weekend. Are you going to watch Kim? I'll probably check it out. I'm curious to see how she'll do. Yeah, same here. 
Britney Spears is calling out her family once again on social media. She shared an image on Instagram which shows a figure flying in to save another figure lying on the ground. And Britney revealed that she sees it as a sister saving her sister and pointed out in her caption that hers has failed to do so for her. She wrote, this picture is everything to me. It makes me want to cry. She's saving her divine sister. And then she added, I suggest if you have a friend that's been in a house that feels really small for four months, no car, no phone, no door for privacy, and they have to work around 10 hours a day, seven days a week, and give tons of blood weekly with never a day off, I strongly suggest you go pick up your friend and get them the heck out of there. That's uh, some good advice. Or just check up on your friends. Even the ones that seem happy. I think those are the ones that you have to sometimes worry about the most because they're, you know, they just feel like they have to put on the act. They're it's masking never, something. Ever, never bad to check on your friends. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel, they're selling their L.A. home and the asking price is $35 million. Now with that, you get a 10-acre lot, seven bedrooms, 13 bathrooms, a private screening room, there's a gym, tennis courts, gourmet kitchen, there's a guest house. Here's the interesting part, though. Justin bought this place during his NSYNC days in 2002. He paid $8.3 million for the place. Selling it for $35 million, he's set to make a nice little profit from this thing. Huge profit. And whoever his real estate agent is, you're making a nice little chunk of change there, too. Yeah, not bad getting that listing, huh? Uh, not all Halloween-themed movies have to be terrifying. Thinking of you on this one, Mercedes, if you want to celebrate Halloween without giving yourself a heart attack, here are Halloween movies for people who don't like horror. Some of the ones on the list, number five, Practical Magic from 1998. I don't know that one. <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera from 2004. I've seen the I've seen the, the musical. Young Frankenstein from 1974. They're suggesting you watch this movie. Mm, no. What We Do in the Shadows from 2014. Nope, don't know it. Suggesting to check out. And then from 1998, a Disney Channel original movie with Debbie Reynolds called Halloween Town. Gosh, I, I don't watch any scary movies, even the non-scary, scary movies I don't watch. <laughs> Have you ever seen that one? What's the one we always talk about this time of year? With the witches? Oh, don't, don't bring this up, please. Don't bring it up because people come after me. Because there's a huge problem. What's the movie Hocus called? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Uh, I've never seen the whole movie. And every time I say that, people are like, you what? How could you never have seen Focus Focus? I've tried and I just, I got bored and I fell asleep. And my aunt, of all people, she she gets on me. If she listens online and she hears that, she calls me. She's like, amok, 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 amok. I'm like, huh? She's like, amok, 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 amok. I'm like, what does that mean? It's like, it's from the movie. You need to see it. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. That whole cat thing freaks me out. What cat thing? There's a dude that turns into a cat. There is? Yeah. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Well, last year, I remember last I'm year, shocked. I, I started watching it, and then I, I started fast-forwarding through it. Yes. Yeah. I ended up sitting there watching most of it. Yeah. Steph, you've seen it? Uh, every year, <laughs> I watch Hocus Pocus. Are you serious? No. I'm, I can see from your perspective how you could be uh, not the best, biggest fan, but when I was little, oh my gosh, Hocus Pocus was a thing. Halloween Town, my favorite. Oh, I, we got to have a Halloween movie night, Mercedes. I, I will totally sign up for that as long as you will sign up for a Christmas movie night. And we watched that one with the... Uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. What's the the Santa, the Claus Santa one? one? Yeah, that was good. It's like within the last couple of years. I love that movie, and the follow up was so good too. So I'll trade you a Christmas movie night for a Halloween movie. I night. am with it. Okay, okay just plan a date. <laughs> Hocus Pocus was before Sex in the City for Sarah Jessica Parker. That was yes. Wow, it was. 
Or was it during the same time? No, it, it had, had to, to have before. been before. Yeah, early 90s? Yeah, yeah, it had to have been before. One hour from right now. We got a heads up. Right around 825. And when you win it, you'll get tickets to Legends of Hip Hop. It's happening at the Orleans Arena. It's coming up October 16th. You got Ice Cube, Warren G, N2 Deep, Exhibit, and more. And we have your tickets one hour from now. Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It is 731. How close are you to your significant other? Do you spend hours in the same room together? Uh, Did it start out like hours and then now it's just minutes as days go by? There's a new survey that found that the average couple spends just four hours a day in the same room as each other. I'm assuming that does not include sleeping. Although 17% of people did say that they don't sleep in the same bedroom and it's often because of snoring. But on a typical weekday, couples spend seven and a half hours in the house at the same time, but only 57% of that is in the same room. And then on the weekends, couples spend nine hours under the same roof, but only 60% are actually together. But you said the daily average is four hours couples spend in the the same same room. room. Yeah, they can be under the same roof. But not in the same room together. Yeah, I'm trying. I, weekends, my wife and I are together more than during the week. Yesterday was a, a busy one. I think we were less than four hours in the same room. It was, just, it was a busier day for both of us. But I think I think yesterday was a day that was less, not including sleep, but actually physically hang out in the same room. Definitely less than four hours for us yesterday. Yeah, we don't do the same room a, a lot either. Aside from sleeping, I'm trying to think maybe. You know, with with our schedules are so different. But then at night, yeah, we always have dinner together. Then we're probably to, under the same roof or roo- in the same room for about an hour after that. And then he goes and he showers and he does his thing. I do my work. And then when I come upstairs and get ready for bed, it's it's not much. How about this, though? How about this when it comes to togetherness? Is there anything that you do that other couples would probably think, OK, that's weird. That's something you do as a couple that it's a lot. 702-364-9400. We were talking about this earlier. So Megan Trainer, she's trending this morning because she shared a very intimate tidbit about her relationship with her husband, Daryl Sabara. She was on this podcast and her, her actually her brother was on there, too. And he kind of threw her under the bus saying he'd never want to be so close to someone as Megan is with her husband that they have side-by-side toilets in their bathroom, and they actually use them at the same time. So she is trying to defend herself, and she says that, she number one, she doesn't like going to the bathroom in public, and she feels more comfortable if her husband is there blocking the door. And then two... When they read, when they bought a new house, she was like, hey, if we're redoing the bathroom, can we just put two toilets next to each other? Because we have a baby. Uh, sometimes we're running around and if we have to go to the bathroom, we have we don't have time to wait or run to the other part of the house. So it would be nice if we just had separate toilets. Can you can you do that? And they thought that was the weirdest thing, but they did it. They have they have toilets. What's the weird thing that you do with your spouse that other people would probably think? Wow, that's too close. 702-364-9400. Could you go number two next to Matt? Like next to each other. Matt's like, I got to go. And you're like, I got to go. Well, let's go sit down. How was your day? It was good. What are you up to? Anything new? Sitting physically next to each other at the same time. Absolutely not. There's no way. Like that. But I will say there is something that we do that I think most couples would be like, okay, that's gross or that's that's going a little too far. I don't know. So... I, <laughs> when I'm at home, it's, I don't really close the door when I go to the bathroom. I know that's gross, but if I have to pee, I just run in and I just pee and that's that. And we have this running joke. Um, 
and I don't know if he's listening and he could he could vouch for it and call in. But um, when I go to the bathroom and I don't close the door, I, he screams something or I scream something. It's it's like it's a, an inside joke. And we got it from our daughter because she gets it from me. She went to the bathroom once. She doesn't close the door. And my husband's like, come on, close the door. And she goes, I'm starting a revolution. And he's like, he goes, what? She goes, I'm starting a revolution where I don't have to hide. Revolution, revolution, revolution. So now when I go to the bathroom and I don't close the door, I go, revolution, revolution, revolution. <laughs> or my husband will, if I don't say it first, he'll shout out from the kitchen, revolution, revolution. It's just this running joke now that we have in our house. You do that with both, one and two, or just anytime no, you go to the bathroom? No, that's where I draw the line. Okay, two, door closed. Door close uh he's on the phone hello revolution revolution <laughs> revolution and you do it as well matt when you go no he oh he's mr privacy he does not like to be disturbed it's so different does it annoy you that i leave the door open Yes, I, there should not be any sound effects heard from others within an, an hearing area or range. Well, Matt, Matt, you're, you you got to go number one. Do you shut the the door fully and turn the fan on when you go? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's very private. You don't bother him. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why I like to leave the door open because it just kind of annoys yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, it pokes at him. Is Brooklyn in the, in the car with you? She is the maker of revolution. <laughs> hey, Brooklyn, can you do the revolution for me? Revolution, revolution. <laughs> <laughs> she started it. It was all her. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. See Love you. Guys. you. Bye-bye. Uh, let's talk to Gustavo. Gustavo, what is it that you do as a couple that some people might think is a little weird? Yeah, I think every time we go out to eat and we're, we're double dating, we always get weird looks from the other couple when we order plates for for each other so we say we're going to split so we order the food with the idea that we're going to split it right when the other couple's really content on ordering their own thing it's it always gets a little awkward but we love we love splitting everything we do oh i love that too because then you get a little taste of everything i my husband's so selfish he doesn't want to share with it anyone but I'll, I'll share do you guys do anything weird the, the thing we do and i've talked about before in the show is uh, i do a transfer and it's during the week it's because my wife is a light, a light sleeper but sunday through Thursday night, we go to bed together. Like last night, we went to bed last night, probably 8.30, 8.45, lied in bed, both reading in bed and, and fell asleep. And then at some point, when I wake up to use the bathroom, which I always do, I shut the door behind me and then I sleep the rest of the night in the guest bedroom. And I, and I do that because I don't want the alarm to wake her up in the morning. But yeah, I, I do a, a middle of the night transfer Sunday through Thursday night. We start together, but at some point, the transfer takes place, door shuts. I sleep the rest of the night in the guest bedroom. Alarm goes off at three. No worries about waking her up. And then she gets up when she gets up. Does does she like that? Or does she get upset when she wakes up and you're gone? No, she's cool with it. Because cause she doesn't want that anxiety with that alarm clock going off at three o'clock and yeah. waking up. So she, she's totally cool with it. Because she knows that she doesn't have to worry about me waking her up. And it varies from night to night. Um, you know, the transfer sometimes is at 10 o'clock. Sometimes it's 11. Sometimes I'll wake up like 9.45 and go, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll just transfer and shut the door. But we always start the night together. And then I end up in the guest bedroom. The when you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, do you say revolution, revolution? <laughs> See, when I go number one, I'm a half closer. I don't do a full close. I'll, if I walk in the bathroom, I'll just kind of swing the door behind me so it doesn't close all the way. Number two, that thing is shut, locked, and fan on. I don't yeah, want nothing's same. going on. And I even have that poopery thing. Do you have that? No. Oh, it's a spray that you spray in the toilet before you go to the bathroom. 
and it makes everything nice and so fresh and so clean. Yeah, you got to get some. It's pretty awesome. The beauty, though, of not having any kids and just my wife and I, I've got my own, the guest bathroom upstairs. That's my little... Oh, sacred that's your spot. sanctuary. So she never goes in there, so I can <laughs> blast <laughs> destroy <away>. that thing. <laughs> uh, okay, up next is the hot three. What do you have for us? Okay, what are the safest and the least safe, least safe cities in the United States, and where does Las Vegas rank on the list? Also, your favorite season is actually tied to this, and what... Do you think is the most common excuse for not answering your phone? And do you use this excuse? We're going to talk about all of that coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. Wallet Hub put out its annual list of the safest cities in America based on everything from crime and traffic accidents to financial safety and natural disasters. And cities in the Northeast did well this year. The safest city in America is Columbia, Maryland, about halfway in between Baltimore and D.C. The rest of the top 10 are South Burlington, Vermont, Nashua, New Hampshire, Yonkers, New York, Madison, Wisconsin, Portland, Maine, Warwick, Rhode Island, Raleigh, North Carolina, Burlington, Vermont, and Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Now, of the 182 cities they looked at, St. Louis ranked last. That is the least safe city in the United States. That was just behind uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and San Bernardino, California. Now, uh, as far as Las Vegas, the the Southern Nevada goes. Let's look at the three uh, cities that they always look at. You've got Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, and Henderson. Of the three, which do you think was ranked the most safe? Uh, the most safe is Henderson. Henderson was yes. number 40 on the list. So very safe in Henderson. Uh, Las Vegas or North Las Vegas? Um, North Las Vegas. Second safe? Yes. Uh, seventy-five for, uh, Number 75 on the list, North Las Vegas. Las Vegas, 147 out of 180. Not good. Not good. Not good at all. 182. <laughs> it's, like, it's like on the surface, I, I feel like I feel like we're a very safe city, but then I, I I feel like a lot of the stuff is not reported. Like I always heard that, like oh they don't report the uh, some of the violent crimes and the stuff that's happening in town because they don't want to scare tourists away from Las Vegas. So I feel like there's stuff happening out there. We're just not hearing about it. I just I feel like I'm hearing more and more uh, things happening. Like I, I wonder too if it's just like where you live. Uh, who, when crime happens to people you know, you definitely hear yeah. about it. And so, yeah, it, apparently we could we could be doing a lot better on that one. Uh, also this morning, so it, a new survey made an interesting observation about how we determine our favorite seasons. It may seem obvious, but it does make sense. 73% of people say that their seasonal preference is directly tied to how much time they can spend outside in that season. So your favorite season might be fall if your schedule, hobbies, and lifestyle lead you to spending a lot of time outdoors in October and November. On the flip side, 16% of people say that spring is their least favorite season. And of those people, 64% say that they suffer from allergies in the spring. So this makes sense. Winter was a non-popular season, but maybe it's because it's harder for some people to spend a lot of time outdoors. And 40% of people picked winter as their least favorite season. Summer was the second least favorite with 25% of the vote, followed by spring at 16 and fall at just five. Rank them. Go. Fall, spring, summer, winter. Fall, spring, summer, winter. Steph? Mm, spring, fall, 
winter, summer? You? Uh, I would go fall, summer, spring, winter. Interesting. Interesting. Are we talking about here in Las Vegas? Yeah. Okay. That's, why I, yeah. that's what I was using as my reference point. Rank them. You live in North Dakota. Rank them. I've never been to North Dakota. I don't know how it. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm I'm going based off of Montana. Mm-hmm. I was only there <laughs> over the summer. Um, spring, spring, fall, so, no spring, summer, fall, winter. Okay. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Do it from our hometowns, like Philly. Philly. Uh, Philly. I go spring, summer, fall, winter. Denver, I go summer, fall, spring, winter. San Diego, I whew, that's hard. It's pretty pretty nice it's all like around. Exactly <laughs> the same every but season there. People think that it doesn't get hot or cold. JC, you know. Oh. <laughs> it gets really cold and it does get really hot, but not as hot as here. But I would still go spring, fall, winter. No, spring, fall, summer, winter. Is there a thing called the June gloom out there? Yeah, it gets pretty rainy and cloudy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I must worked in San Diego. And I remember the people that I was interviewing with, they're like, well, they, there's the June gloom. I'm like, oh, it sounds so like doomsday-ish when they describe that, it. That's a great selling point to get you to come take their job. <laughs> yeah, don't come Don't forget the... about the June gloom <laughs> selling point. I'm like, ah. Oh, and I'm April not... showers, oh, they come. They, they really? They, yeah, it pours. It pours. Does April showers, May flowers, and then the June. So when is it nice in San Diego? July? It's never. No, I'm kidding. The rest no. of the time. <laughs> Finally, this morning, I had a feeling this was just an excuse, but maybe it's because I've used it multiple times myself. Someone polled Americans and asked what their go-to excuse is when they get a phone call and don't want to answer it. And the most popular excuse by far is, sorry, my phone was on vibrate. The calls we're most likely to avoid are the ones we know will be time-consuming. Calls from whiny or needy people are next. (laughs) Um, Around half of us will also ignore a call if we know it's someone who needs a favor. And 41% of us will avoid calls if we're in public. It also looked at the top people we dodge calls from, and you'd expect family to be number one, but actually friends are first. Then family, then coworkers, our boss and our significant other. Um, The top excuses people use after dodging someone's call, I didn't hear it ring or it was on vibrate, was the go-to excuse for 63% of people. I have a bad signal was number two. I was in a meeting was number three. And that was followed by I was driving and I couldn't find my phone. Do you pick up every time someone calls? No. What if it's someone you know? No. I I, I got a phone call from someone I knew yesterday and I did not pick up. (laughs) And then I texted back and I was like, I legitimately was in a meeting, but Uh I probably could have answered it. And I was like, I'm sorry, I was in a meeting. (laughs) And then I answered the question and then that was that. Do you send them to voicemail or let it play out? I let it play out. Because if if you send it to voicemail, it's obvious. Do you answer the phone? Um, Usually, it depends who's calling. Like my dad, my mom, and then my friend Larry. If they're calling, I know they're calling just to talk. Anyone else is calling me, they need something or something's going on. So if I have time to talk, I'll take the call from my mom, my dad, or Larry. But if I don't have time, I send it to voicemail. Everyone else, I will try to pick up quickly because most likely they need something from me. Yeah. But I don't like talking on the phone. I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's you just have to be in the right state of mind. Yes. Sometimes I'm like really into it, but I, I have, I'm the same. I have one friend and, and she'll just call me to talk. <laughs> and I never answer. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I text her right back. I'm like, hey, did you need something? Was it important? And she's like, no, I just called you to talk. I was like, okay, I'll call you when I get a chance. And then I'll call her back and then we'll talk. But it's always at the worst possible time. Right. Uh, that was the last one? Then? Yep. So here at an 8 o'clock hour, we, this is really cool. So this is the legacy of hip hop. It's happening at the Orleans Arena. You've got Ice Cube, Warren G, N2 Deep, and we have you going because your tickets are coming up at 825. <laughs> That's the latest from Ed Sheeran. It's called Shivers on Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Speaking of shivers, I think it's pretty standard that women are colder than men. Don't you think? In every experience, I, I wouldn't say everyone, but I know I'm always freezing. My husband's always hot. Uh, in my house. And isn't it the same in your house? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I always want it colder than my wife does. Absolutely. I am always so cold. I always have a blanket. I always want to turn the heat up. And my husband is the same as you like it to be a certain temperature. Well, there's this study that came out that said that brain temperature or te- temperature can actually affect your productivity, especially in women's performance. So you may want to reconsider if you keep it freezing cold and there's maybe in the workplace and you have a lot of women working there because it's affecting their performance. Uh, they did this study and they found that on average, women tend to perform best when it's warmer, about 75 to 77 degrees. But men, they tend to be more protective, pr- productive when it's a little cooler, around 72 degrees. Uh, they say that a lot of people don't realize they're putting themselves in environments where they're not functioning best, like chilly workplaces. So if you are shivering at your desk, you may want to use the science to boost your productivity. Do you have a go-to setting then? This is interesting. Do you have a go-to setting when it comes to like the AC in in your house? Because in, in our house, at night, the upstairs AC drops down. To, I set it to 66. And then during the day, it goes to 75. That is like I'm OCD about it. That is the standard in our house. Summertime, wintertime, 66 goes the AC. 75 is like the peak. If it hits 75, the heat will... Uh, the heat max would be 75 in the house. Do you, do you, are you OCD about your settings? I, this sounds really bad. Like he's in charge, but I'm not allowed to touch the thermostat oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> because every time I do, it just generates a big fight. So, um, I, it just, my husband likes it cold. And to me, you pick your battles. I'd rather just put on an extra sweatshirt and some slippers and cover with a blanket than hear the complaints about it being too hot in the house. So I don't touch the thermostat, but I know he has it set at something. I just don't know what that number is. It's it's, it's something cold. He likes the cold. So, yeah, so Matt and I are, are on the cold side. Is there anything else that you have, like, setting-wise OCD? Because the more I think about this, there's a couple of other OCD things that I do in my house. Anytime we go out at night, going to dinner, wherever we're going, there's always two lights that I turn on inside the house. And if not, if I'm home, those lights are never on. But there's a light. You walk in our front door, there's a light uh, above the front door. I turn that one on before we leave the house. And then there's a light above our kitchen sink, which I never turn on. But I turn that one on. Those are the two lights that I have on when we're not home. It's so weird. Anytime we leave the house, boom, I turn those two lights at night. I turn those two lights on. And then when it comes to like our trash cans in our garage, we have the recycling can um, and then the regular trash can. And they're separated by a shelf. The trash one has to go on the left, and the recycling one has to go on the right. My wife brings the can in. She's she's haphazard. She'll mix it up like, no, 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 no. Trash is always on the left. Recycling is on the right. I'm so OCD about that stuff. What is the OCD thing in your house that you have to have a certain way? Otherwise, it gives you anxiety. 702-364-9400. For me, it, it has, it's a numbers game, really, uh, and it's not just in my house. For instance, in the car. Uh, when I set the, thermo- the the temperature in the car, it has to be either on an even number 
or a number that ends with five. So 65, 75, or 70, 72, 74. Like it cannot be on a 71 or a 73 or 69. No, 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 no. That makes me so anxious <laughs> just thinking about that. Uh, another thing that drives me insane is when people take things out of the microwave before they hit zero and there's like two seconds. Oh, left. Like, yes. No, no, just just please clear that. Don't leave that. That it's all about numbers. And then also when I ride my Peloton, the resistance has to be on, again, an even number or a number that ends with five. We cannot have <laughs> resistance of 73. It has to either be 74, 75, 72, or 70. It like it, it just it has to be even. I don't like I don't like numbers that end in one, three, seven, or nine. I just don't. This, okay, so what's the OCD setting in your house? 702-364-9400. You're like Mercedes with these settings he has in her car, and her Peloton. Here's something. How would you handle this, Mercedes? When this, when would this give you anxiety? Because this is going down in our house. It happened last night. My wife brought the trash cans in, so I go to take the trash out last night into the garage, and I realize she has them mixed up. The recycling's on the left. The trash is on the right. And so I go to put the stuff in the trash can, and I open it up, and there's like this big plastic thing inside there, this huge plastic thing. I'm like, what the heck is that? Thinking my wife threw something out. I'm like, what is this thing? And I pull it out, and you know those pet steps that they have for your dog or cat to climb up on top of the couch? Have you seen those? Yeah. Uh, it's a set of those things, and it is filled with, like, cat hair. And I'm like, ugh. I'm like, whose is this? This is not ours. Did someone put this in our trash outside? And then upon further investigation, I'm looking at the trash can. I'm like, this is, this is not our trash can. My wife brought in the neighbor's trash can. Oops. And there was, and I don't know if this it was, he put this in there um, um, when the trash was still on the street or someone put it after the fact, but now we have our neighbor's trash can in our garage and there's this set of uh, pet steps inside this thing. And it's giving me anxiety knowing that one, that's not our trash can. And two, I've got now this set of pet steps that I have to get rid of. I would have anxiety about that too. The same thing happened on one uh, windy day to us uh -huh. where our, our trash can got mixed up with our neighbors and we do the bubble bin service. So they actually have a sticker on your trash can. So they know with your address. And I look, I'm like, where's our bubble bin sticker? And my husband's like, oh, that's so weird. That's not our trash can. And I, I walked over to the neighbor's house and I looked and I'm like, this is ours. And so I just took it. I, just, Did I didn't even ask. I just, I, I rolled it back over to our house and then I rolled theirs and I put it back. I was like, no, 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 no. You're not taking my trash can. See, that's smart. So I looked outside. He got, he must've took my can inside and he has it in his garage because there's no cans outside. So if I need to do the exchange, I'll have to, I would have to knock on his door today and be like, hey, I think I have your trash can. Like, what do you say? I would go over there and be like, Hey, you guys have a cat, right? I think our trash cans got mixed up because your your cat stairs are in my, <laughs> in my thing. Stupid cat stairs! Uh, that I have to get rid of. Be cool about it, uh, Carissa. What is the OCD thing that you do at your house? So I'm not an OCD person, but I am super OCD about things when it comes to height. Like things in my pantry have to be lined up by height. Like if the cereal is larger than like the pasta box, they all have to be either highest to lowest or lowest to highest. And it drives me nuts when I see a spice or something out of the height order. Oh, that, yeah, that would make me, I never noticed that before. But now that you say that, I think I would, I would notice that. I'm going to go in our pantry and look today. I might need some advice on, uh, on reorganizing that. Uh, this text says 100% 
the same with the Peloton setting. That's Lisa uh, listening on the Odyssey app. Uh, this one says, hey, JC, I need pet steps, actually. I will help you rid get rid of the steps if you'd like. That's oh, from Don. Don, I'll text you back. They're dirty, though, but, and they're in my trash, but I need someone to take them. Uh, this one says, the toilet paper has to be over. Yes. That's what goes without saying. Who lives in an underworld? Come on. It's got to be over. I actually put it on accidentally under the other day, uh-huh. and I just, out of curiosity, wanted to see how long it would last. I just wanted to see if someone would change it. And it lasted for about a day, and then I noticed it was changed back. <laughs> I don't know who changed I, it. I don't know who did it. I'm assuming it was my husband. I don't think the girls care. <laughs> uh, coming up here, we have that Legends of Hip Hop. This show is at the Orleans Arena, October 16th, with Ice Cube, Warren G, N2 Deep, and others. We have your tickets in just about 15 minutes. Legends of Hip Hop. It's happening at the Orleans Arena October 16th. You got Ice Cube, you got Warren G, you got In Too Deep, you got Exhibit, and we have your tickets in just about five minutes with Heads Up. Speaking of hip hop, is there a song that you feel like stands the test of time? There's a song I heard last night. I was watching the Red Sox Yankees game. Um, Congratulations, Red Sox fans. Uh, I was watching the game and I could hear it being played at the stadium in oh, the in the background. Can I guess? Sure. Oh, one second. One second. You're saying it stands the test of time. It was in the background of a Red Sox game? Yes. No, it was not this song. Definitely not. I was going to say, when I, I heard it, I was like, I always hear this song at the Golden Knights games, too. Always. And the more I think about it, this song is like, this song is really old because I actually remember being in school hearing this song, listening to this song with my friends. And I'm like, this song has really stood the test of time. What songs do you think are still utilized today, still well liked today, still popular today that are really old. What song stood the test of time? 702-364-9400. When this song comes on at a Golden Knights game, people go crazy. Here it is. I can't make it down. I can't make it down. So get down to sit and jump around. Jump around. House of Pain, Jump Around is... Truly, one of those songs that has stood the test of time. When it comes up, people are jumping, people are excited, and I'm like, well, this song is really old, but it's still it's still relevant and used. And they play this during the, the Red Sox-Yankees game last night. People were going crazy for it. I, I can't believe, I never in a million years thought I would say, you know, House of Pain Jump Around is really going to stand the test of time. It's true that you hear it, and it's like you, you get all into it. Yes. What other songs? Is there anything else that has stood the test of time song-wise? Or you like, whether it's the first time or the 500th time you've heard it, it's still fun and you still like to hear it 702-364-9400 uh let's get this one off the table i think someone's gonna call with this one we'll get it off the table Don't stop <sighs> i'm but, so torn on this one i was gonna say is, is it starting to because I, I felt like you go back a year ago it still had some legs in it but is it, is it starting to get burnt on everybody i feel like it really depends on the situation if you're with friends, maybe having a couple of cocktails, this comes on, you're all singing it. 
But like now, just hearing it, I'm like, oh gosh, please, not again. You know, mm-hmm. it, does it depend on your state of mind, really? I think it does. Maybe you have a couple drinks or something yeah. that comes on. Uh, oh. I don't know. Let me hit you with one, another one here. Okay. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. I don't really feel like I hear this Closing one enough to make it. Time. On this list, but what do you think? I just threw that one in because I, I did a quick Google of songs that stand the test of time, and this one pops up on the top of a list. Oh, okay, okay. I, I don't dislike closing. it, but yeah. what bars close here, though? You know, right, wait, does it work here? <laughs> Peter, good morning. What song stands the test of time? Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. I mean, you got to think Wayne's World and all that. It's been for years. Everybody still bangs their head in that certain moment, so. I definitely would agree. Bohemian Rhapsody stands the test of time. 100%. And what's, what gets me is the first time I heard it was from Wayne's World. I had no idea it was a hit before that. Yeah, so out. it really has stood the test of time. Yeah, it really has. 70s it came out, and then Wayne's World was, what, 91, 92? It had a resurgence. And I feel like it was something else that brought it back. Maybe it was the Queen movie that came yeah. out a couple years ago. Yeah, totally agree. Thanks, Peter. So on that note, let's talk to Judy. Judy, you, you have another Queen song. We are the champions. Yeah, someone wins. Win? You win, and then all of a sudden you see her this song. Like, I get kind of weepy when there's some sort of sporting event and you Mm -hmm. hear it, or if someone graduated and you hear this, it's like, oh, man. Queen is just one of those groups. Their music doesn't go out of style. What about just artists like Michael Jackson? Does all of his songs stand the test of time? I have mixed feelings on that, quite personally. <laughs> I mean, I like his music, but some of the... Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, Halloween time, you're going to hear Thriller a bunch of times. <laughs> what do you think? There was a guy running yesterday at LVAC on the track, and he had this song playing with no headphones on, and he kept hitting this song on repeat. I'm he was bad. going nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. I'm like, dude, do you love your Michael Jackson? <laughs> And you love this song. He just kept hitting over and over. And he was out there for like a good 15 minutes on the track. Just he was holding the phone up next to his ear, running to Michael Jackson bad. That's funny. Let's talk to Naomi. Naomi, what song do you think stands the test of time? Walking on Sunshine. Like every time that song comes on, everybody gets happy. Everybody starts singing it. Everybody starts dancing no matter where you are. Literally dancing right as we right this moment. <laughs> you can't be sad and hear this song. I love it. I feel I hear this playing in my head every time I get my hair done and I walk out. I'm like, oh, boy. Uh, Nick. Good morning. What do you think it uh, is a song that stands the test of time? Hey, good morning. Uh, Where the streets have no name by you two. The guitar intro gives me chills every time. Oh wow! That was that one off of the Joshua Tree yeah. album. Yeah. Okay, let's see if we can find okay. that one. I, um, I was gonna say on the same note, I feel like one by you two also kind of stands the test of time. Yeah, you know that to play that you're supposed to play that at my funeral, right? You know that. Oh, I'm, I'm responsible for your funeral. That playlist? song. That's just that, oh, that song okay. to make sure. Of it. Can I like select other songs for your? Funeral? Sure, just start with that one. Can I play another one? Bites of dust by Queen. <laughs> That song stands a test of time. Please do. But make sure one that plays at some point, uh, and then outside of that, put whatever you want. Oh, I already have my whole like list ready to go. Well, so hold on a second. So everyone's there uh, mourning the loss of me for whatever reason I passed. 
Oh man, he loved you too. This was his favorite song. Oh, this is great. And all of a sudden. See if I can get this song too. Uh, this this will have to play. It's not playing. Ah, oh, I I got your Enigma all set, ready to go. Oh yes, Enigma. Well, we're gonna play Sadness Part One. Yes, at your funeral. That's a, a must play for JC's. Yeah, this could be the arrival music when people are kind of in the waiting area, mm-hmm. just hanging out, showing up. Like, oh yes, so sad. <laughs> We're gonna. Um, there's your next song that goes on the playlist. Uh, we're, we're gonna. Oh, it's on the screen. It's on the screen. Okay, yeah. one second. Yeah, let me. Uh, you know what? I'll be honest. Can I tell you something? You don't. You don't like it. I'm not, Too bad. It's on your playlist. Too bad. I don't know where this whole thing of me and Hall and Oates. Don't play. Don't play this one. No. It's. It, this is gonna be like as their. Um. Because you're gonna do a coffin, right? Uh. Yeah. Open casket. Yeah, open okay, casket. Okay. This is gonna be like. Uh, when people. Can come up and walking up and pay their respects. Yeah, make it fun, you know. I think I made a sense of this in a spoof that I love Hall Notes and it just stuck and I just ran with it. I, you know, they're okay. I'm coming clean. I'm coming clean on Hall Notes. I'm moving forward. You just, already got that reputation. I know. I want to get rid of it because they're just, yeah, they're good. They're from Philly. That's cool, but I'm not Mr. Hall Notes. I, I, I can name two songs maybe. I just ran with this reputation for years, Mercedes. I want to end it. It's too late. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You're stuck with it. I I, I want to shed the reputation. They're cool dudes, I'm sure. But I I don't know half their songs. Um, I faked it when Daryl Hall called the show. Was it Oates that called the show? I faked excitement. Oh, you no, no. You you already (laughs) got on that one. And then if you change your mind about doing the open casket, I know you love the boss. And then uh, this would be your next one. Let me, uh, uh, which one here? Uh, Okay, hold on a second. You got to go with some Bruce Springsteen on on your funeral playlist. If I'm in charge, you know, I'm already kind of in the works planning this. Uh, so then this would be this would be your next one. Uh, do we have the one you throwing in there, Steph? Oh, do we not have that? Uh, I don't think we have that oh, one. Oh, man. If my, oh, I we do have it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on fire. If you decide to do the cremation thing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that one. Maybe we could do the cremation ceremony or whatever. Maybe, sure. And then, just on that <laughs> note, since we're already on Bruce. Yes. Once the if if you're back in the casket and then we close the casket, we're gonna play this as as the casket closes. This is the the song that goes for that. Steph is loading the song right now. I don't know what you have queued up here for me. Okay, this is the this is okay. We're closing the casket. Everyone say goodbye to JC because now he will be dancing in the dark. (laughs) Perfect. Wow. And I can just see your little spirit kind of shaking. Yeah. I got it all set. Please pay Courtney Cox to come dance next to my casket since she was dancing in the video. Oh, I forgot about that. See, I knew you would like this playlist. This is good, a solid playlist. I've got other songs if you ever want to hear the rest of the playlist. Thank you. Just let me know. (laughs) Mercedes, I put together my entire funeral playlist. I am not leaving you in charge of mine because it's just going to be all you two. And I, will, I will be miserable. Mysterious ways. Please stop. No. Oh, my pride in the name of love. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but no. If, if, I, if I'm there, you know it's, it's going to be stuff like this. Today was a Thank you. I basically, you could just ask the Legends of Hip Hop concert to come to my funeral. <laughs> because I like everything. 
Yes, yes. More, give me more. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. We want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up, and you're playing for these incredible tickets. Yes, Mercedes Funeral Playlist <laughs> concert, and also known as the Legends of Hip Hop uh-huh. concert, happening at the Orleans Arena on October 16th. If you want to go, just be caller 20. Pick your category. Pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, Frank, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes! All right, we want to get you these tickets to the Legends of Hip Hop concert. It's going to be amazing. Ice Cube, Warren G Exhibit, and Too Deep and others. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Say Cheese, Binge Watching, or So Fresh and So Clean? So fresh and so clean, clean. Yes, I like it. Okay, uh, bathtub day is tomorrow. So these are all things you would find in the bathtub, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, I'm going to go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Frank, here we go, buddy. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to get those tickets to the Legends of Hip Hop, and you start now. This is what you use to clean your hair. Uh, shampoo. Yes. This is when you get in the tub, you might put this in so it's nice and foamy. Uh, soap. Oh, no, like, uh, mist, um, uh, like it's, it's, uh, kids like to take these so they can, like, oh, bubble, 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 bubble bath. Yes. This is what you use to scrub yourself with. You put, uh, it's, it's a fluffy thing. A loofah? Yes. This is what you have to turn on to get clean, hot or cold. Water? Yes. This is um, Ernie from Burton. Ernie played with this. He sang a song about these little um, yellow things that you play with in the tub. Uh, ducks? Ducks? Uh, uh, what kind? They're made out of what? Uh, 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 rubber ducky. Yes. This is what you use to clean your body with. Dove is a type of? Uh, body wash. Uh, it, it, which is also what? A bar of? Uh... Uh, uh, a bar of what? Oh! Bar of <laughs> no, 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 no. Frank! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> he said soap after? It's after the buzzer! <laughs> oh my god, I'm watching oh, the clock hit down and they got this. They're gonna nail this thing! Soap is right, and we dropped the soap. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, Frank, I'm so sorry. You know what, my friend, don't hang up, please. I'm going to, I got to get you a t-shirt or something. Uh, that, that's a heartbreaker. What do you even say? I mean, yeah, he, it, it was, it was after you the You guys were running to the end zone to score the touchdown. You're on the 10 yard line. I'm like, they're going to stroll in and you tripped over your own feet. I and tripped. And fell at the one yard line. I didn't, my, it was because of me. I, my clue wasn't good enough. And the it, time expired. It, it was all my fault. I'm so sorry, Frank. That means caller 20 right now. You are going to get these tickets to the Legends of Hip Hop concert with Ice Cube. Warren G exhibit in too deep at the Orleans Arena on October 16th. Caller 20 gets them. 702-364-9400. Oh, Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. It is 845. So there's rumors going on about you? Rumors going around about you? This was hysterical. Uh, This goes... 
I, there's a photographer over Channel Eight. His name is his name is Eric, and uh, we had to work together a couple weeks ago. And it was the thing we're doing with with, uh, with, with Ryan Reeves. It was Ryan Reeves is going away party. He had uh, a couple weeks ago before he left town. He was doing like an autograph signing, and um, we got to chat with him for for Las Vegas. Now, so we're over there, and we're kind of waiting for the whole night to start. And um, we start talking about hockey, and he says to me, he's like, "So what was it like playing for the Las Vegas Thunder?" I'm like, what? What? And he goes, "Yeah." Didn't you play you? This? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Did he, was he looking at you or was he looking at the person behind you? Are you sure he was talking to you? I'm like, excuse me. He goes, didn't you play for the, the Thunder? And I said, the same, me? Play for the Las Vegas Thunder? And he goes, yeah, that's like, that's like the rumor in the building that you, you played for the Las Vegas Thunder at one point. <laughs> and if you don't know, the Las Vegas Thunder was the, we had an IHL, they were the IH, IHL hockey team that we had here in Las Vegas in the, uh, in the mid to late 90s they were here. And they were actually a really good hockey team. And they left town. I think they went to, um, I don't even know where they went, but they left town. So for some reason, he thought this entire time that I played for the Las Vegas Thunder. And I guess there were a couple of the people in the building that also thought that I played for the Las Vegas Thunder. And I'm like, no, I, 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 I never played for the Las Vegas Thunder. Like, where did where'd you get that, you know, where that rumor starts? Like, I don't know. Someone mentioned it. I just, I'm like, all right. I could see it happening, maybe. You could say they could? I, you playing hockey? <laughs> Are you kidding me? He could see that happening? And I'm like, oh, and part of me is like, man, I wish I didn't ruin the mistake. Like, I'm, I'm an ice skater, an Olympic ice skater. I mean, come on. Let's be realistic here. I, just, I had so many interactions with, with him before until he finally brought this up. I'm like, every time I was talking to him, he probably thought I played for the Las Vegas Thunder. What a cool rumor to have about myself. They're like, yeah, JC used to play in the IHL back in the day. How cool. I, I'm sorry, I never heard that rumor before. And if I heard that, I would never believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was a cool rumor to have about me that he thought I played in the IHL and then I shattered his, his, his dreams and thoughts. But no, I never played in the IHL. And I'm, I was trying to pinpoint where it started. And he goes back a couple of years ago, I think, we're, we're talking about it. Where did this come from? I was doing a thing out of the Cosmopolitan on, on that ice rink that they have. And I made a joke because I had a stick and a puck. And I made a joke about, yeah, you, you know, I used to play for the Las Vegas Thunder. And maybe someone picked it up and ran with it or he heard it and just put, thought that I played for the Thunder. But talk about a funny rumor about, about, about oneself. That is so random. That's hilarious. I, I, I just FYI, never heard that rumor about you going around. That's crazy. I know. But yeah, so he thought I played for the Las Vegas Thunder. Have you ever heard a rumor about you or discovered a rumor about you? And if so, what was it? Mine was that a couple of people thought I played for the Las Vegas Thunder. What, what's the crazy rumor you heard about yourself? And, and did you address it head on or did you just kind of let it go? Because you were like, I actually like that rumor. Let's uh, let's let that one go. 702. 364-9400. I, I d don't hear any rumors about me. I'm sure they go around, but I'm kind of the, one of those people that it's like, hey, if you're not saying it to me, it's none of my business. <laughs> I, can't, I can't control it. But I'm sure there have been plenty of them that have gone around. I mean, I, the one I do actually, and this was a long time ago, is I, I told this on the air of, of like probably a month ago is when I had my first child, this girl told me that she heard I was done with radio and I'm like no I'm just on maternity leave she's like that's not what I heard I was like oh really what'd you hear <laughs> and she's like oh I heard that you were just gonna be a stay-at-home mom so yeah I'm like well that that's wrong gonna go back not that not that I wouldn't want to be a stay-at-home mom but that's not my plan for right now and she's like well, that's not what I heard I love when people tell you that's not what I heard what it has to do with you yeah she's like telling you like no you're not you're not going back you're, that's not what I heard I heard you're staying home that's the truth I'm like where'd you hear that oh one of your co-workers I can't say which one though but one of your co-workers told oh, oh okay 
Well, yeah, my coworker would probably know better than me. Yeah, my, so, <laughs> you know, but whatever. And they're trying to convince you of the rumor that is about you. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm gonna all of a sudden, you know what? I, I think you're right. Oh wow! So that's funny. Uh, is there a rumor maybe that you started to see it, that it would if it would pick up or Steph? Uh, so JB, our uh, one of our coworkers just sent me a text. He said, "Maybe people keep the rumors going. Maybe they thought it was thunder from down under." Oh, that that's, I could see that's more. What it was. I could see thunder from down under. I'm sorry, no hockey. No, I could see you being part of thunder from down under, and you're like best buddies with Marcus from thunder from down under. So that one, I could totally see. Maybe that's where the confusion yeah. came in. Las Vegas. Th- I just think he. I mean, I, I, Eric has been in the station forever. He's, he sees me walking around, and his mind's going, yeah, JC played for the Thunder. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> That's what I, I Me? Las Vegas Thunder? <laughs> like, what? Even I was blown away by that rumor. Uh, Steph, have you ever heard a rumor that went around about you? No, but I think I heard a crazy one. Like, before me and James were planning on getting married, like, oh, yeah. They're already married. Like, they already did it secretly, not knowing later in life we were going to do it. Like, a coworker of mine was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they they already did it. And then I was like, dude, what are you talking about? And then a couple years later, ends up doing it. You're like, well, I, you, put that, you put that thought into my head, so I decided to go ahead and do it. Yeah, it's like they were psychic or something. <laughs> I, that's funny. Well, now you have, a, you, you have an in for both. Well, not both. Well... You could do the thunder from down under, baby. You just got to develop that Australian accent. Yeah, that's true. I don't have the. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? I'm from Thunder from Down Under. Like, what? No, just <laughs> say, like I've to- said before, if you want to have an Australian accent, uh-huh. say the phrase raise up lights. And it sounds like you're saying razor blades with uh, an Australian accent. Raise up lights. There you go. Let's all say that the entire show. Raise up lights. Raise up lights. As you just go around, hello, everybody, razor blades, razor blades. Why does that guy keep talking about razor blades? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the hot three is up next. What do you got? Up? Uh, what do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about how long do you have to live in a state before you can say you're from that state? Like, do you say you're from Nevada? I don't say I'm. F- yeah, I do actually. Where are you from? I'm from Nevada. No, I say I say I live in. Mm, I live in. Well, there's a little formula. We'll talk about that. <laughs> also, what are the most popular Halloween decorations in America? And a guy does a good deed. Good Samaritan wants to stop and help a crash victim. Well, it actually ended up backfiring. Wait until you hear what happened to him. That is coming up next. Right now, though, this one, it's one of the latest from Dua Lipa. She's going to be in town next year. Part of her future nostalgia tour coming to the T-Mobile Arena. Cannot wait for that. That's happening in March. And this one is her latest. It's called Love Again, and it's on Mix 94.1. Dua Lipa, Love Again on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. If you ask someone where they're from, are you wondering where they were born, where they grew up, or where they live now? In a new poll, 30% of people say they're from a state only if they were born there. 20% say they're from a state if they lived there one to 10 years. And another 18% only say it if they've been in a state for more than 10 years. So if you uh, if you were asked, where are you from? What would you say? Uh, I would say I live in Las Vegas. I would state where I live. Okay. 
But I would say, they say, oh, where, where are you from? They followed up again and say, oh, I would say, oh, I was born in Philly, but I live in Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, 6% of people say it takes less than a year for them to say they're from a state, and 11% say they immediately cut ties with any old states and consider themselves from their new state the moment they move. It's kind of surprising that where you grew up wasn't an option, since some people are just born in one state, but then spend a lot of their childhood in another place. You know? I, I ask you, where are you from? Yeah, I don't just say one state. I, I, I preface this. I said, I was born and raised in Colorado, but right now I live in Nevada. That's what I'd say. Yeah, a little yeah. caveat there. Yeah. Yeah, but it, let's say I was just born. Let's say I was born in Albuquerque, but I grew up in Colorado. Then what would you say? I was, I would say Colorado. Because if you're just born yeah, somewhere, uh-huh. and then, but don't grow up there, I don't really feel like you're from there. Yeah, because I have a friend, because I always talk about going to Cody. A friend of mine revealed that they were born uh, in Cody, Wyoming. Like, no way, you're from Cody. And like, no, I was there for like two weeks. And then they moved. Yeah. Where did they move to? Ah, they moved to like Wisconsin or somewhere. But it was like, so I'm like, oh, but you were born. So yes, you would say, they don't say you're from Cody. They say they're from Wisconsin. Because they're they're not really from yeah. there. They're just born there. Yeah, it's, it's it's really, it gets technical if you really sit there and analyze it. Also this morning, when it comes to Halloween decorations, it seems like there are only two types of people. Those who are all in and those who put out a pumpkin and then just stop maintaining their yard. <laughs> a new study combined polls with Google Trends data to come up with a list of the most popular Halloween decorations in America. Skeletons are number one. Pumpkins are second, followed by spiders, witches, bats, ghosts, tombstones, animal skeletons, black cats, and corn stalks. Now, the uh, the research also shows that Utah is the state with the most Halloween decorations, followed by Illinois, New Jersey, Texas, and New Mexico. Um, They actually, they figured out the most popular Halloween decorations in each state. Generally speaking, it's bats that are popular out west. Um, As far as, you know, we go here in Nevada, any any guesses on our most popular decoration, which I can honestly say I've never seen one decoration of this ever okay this is something that you see all over pennsylvania like the um like the corn stalks they're tied to like a light post <laughs> that's exactly what, is it that is. what it is? that's number one in nevada <laughs> i've never seen a corn stalk out here and then in pennsylvania it's actually tombstones that's the number one halloween decoration out there oh the corns they drive through my neighborhood corn everyone good the corn stalks are out that was it my parents do it too it's like in businesses get the corn stalks and then you just, they're, they're old, like dying corn stalks. They tie them around whatever, a post or a tree or something. That's the thing to do. What did, I mean, what's that supposed to signify? Like harvest season? I, I guess. There's, there's nothing really scary about a corn stalk. Like, oh, that corn died. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, uh, they say no good deed goes unpunished. Here's a prime example of that. A guy in North Carolina was driving with his five kids on Sunday when there was a wreck up ahead. So he immediately stopped to help. One of the people involved in the crash was a woman named Markel Hancocks and when she saw him jump out to help she returned the favor by stealing his SUV with his five kids still inside she drove less than a mile before pulling over in the parking lot of a hotel then she took off on foot but police caught up with her nearby all five of the kids are okay they were pretty freaked out as you'd expect but none of them were hurt Markel is facing charges for leaving the scene of an accident larceny of a motor vehicle and five counts of second degree kidnapping get in that car we got it let's go all the kids in the backseat oh no we're pulling this thing over sorry my bad <laughs> yeah I know that if, if I was a kid in that car I would just throw the biggest tantrum 
from, so they would just be like, I am out of here. See you, kids. Here in the 9 o'clock hour, where there's tickets. Shawn Mendes, T-Mobile Arena, September 15th. Um, we have your tickets. 9.40 on those. And it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. You know this is going to be a show. Sean Mendez, T-Mobile Arena. This is happening September 15th, 2022. Special guest, Tate McGray. We have your tickets. So be here at 940 for your chance to win those tickets to go see Sean Mendez. Have either of you watched the biggest show in the country yet, Squid Game? Did you guys ever finish? Or I know you tried to start it, JC. Are you just not able to do it? Yeah, I just haven't got back to it yet. I watched the first episode within the first 10 minutes. There's the horse betting scene. That's when I just I tapped out and I haven't gone back to it. How about you, Steph? Have you watched it? I haven't. I've been meaning to. I've just been really busy. But my husband, James, loves the show. He said he had... Uh, one episode left in the season, right? There's only one season out? Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, oh my gosh, I only got one episode left. I'm going to watch it tonight. And last night, we're trying to log on to our Netflix, and we're like, what the heck? What's going on here? Uh, Please re-enter your password. I'm like, okay, we're re-entering our password. But the thing is, we share an account with my mom. She's like the main one. She's like, the, the only thing I have left on her accounts is her Netflix <laughs> one. And I'm hanging out. I'm hanging on for the, the longest I can. You say we share an account, or really, is it her account that you guys post <laughs> <You're> on? <right. laughs> it's my mom's account, darn it. I'm, uh, yes, I'm busted. It's my mom's account. And on my mom's account, it's me, my husband, James, uh, my two nephews, and then my brother, Manuel. Jeez. I know. There's a lot of us. <laughs> like, we're, we're just trying to bring this out, right? My brother texts me, too, at this around the same time, which is funny. Hey, I can't get into our mom's Netflix account. Like, same. I'm trying all her passwords. She goes, oh, my gosh. Did mom kick us out of our Netflix <gasps> account? You got the boot. Yeah. We got the boot. <laughs> I think we got the boot. So I'm calling her. I'm like, I haven't talked to my mom in like five days either. So imagine, hey, oh, hey, how mom, how's it going? Oh, by the way, what's your Netflix account? Because I can't sign in. But she didn't answer. I called her. She didn't answer. My brother calls her. She doesn't answer him. We're texting her. Hey, mom, how are you? Oh, by the way, what's your new Netflix account? No, no responses from our texts. So I'm in bed and my mom finally texts back saying, oh, my gosh, honey, I am so sorry. I forgot you were on my account. But I changed it because I got a weird message thinking I was hacked. Here's my new password. Oh, oh so she let you back on. She oh. did. At first, I was like, oh, this is the last of it. I'm truly an adult. <laughs> Not on any of my parents' stuff anymore. That is so <laughs> funny. Have you ever been kicked off of uh, uh, something like where you, they were paying for it and you're, then they cut you off? And, and what happened? I Something similar happened with me. I, so I had the account and my sister, we were at her house once. And they didn't have Netflix and we were going to watch something. So I was like, oh, we'll just use my account. So we like set it up and I put it into the, their stuff. And that was that. And I just never really gave it a second thought. And, um, you know, when Netflix suggests shows for you based on what you've watched, it was suggesting all these shows. I'm like, what? Why? What is happening? So then you can go and look in your history to see what you've watched. <laughs> and it's all these Gilmore Girls episodes. And I'm like. I've never watched the Gilmore Girls like once, and then I, it shows what city, and I'm like, oh, that rascal! And so I saw, I saw she was on there, so I quietly changed the password. Oh, you changed it? Yeah, I didn't say anything because I wanted to see if she would admit to it that she was still using my Netflix. Because it's it's not that I was against her using it; it's that she didn't say anything, mm. like she stayed logged in and stuff. So I change it, and that day I get a text from her. Hey, how are you? I'm like, hi. 
what's happening? She's like, not much. What's going on? And like beating around the bush. And then finally, here it comes. Hey, weird thing. Just noticed that your Netflix um, logged us out. I uh, just wanted to make sure you weren't hacked. I'm like, oh, no, I was not hacked. Thanks for asking. Silence. <laughs> I didn't offer her anything. She's like, okay. Can we, I, I mean, is it cool that we use it? I'm like, that's all you had to do was ask. That's all you had to do. And that's why I gave it back to her. But then she ended up opening her own. But it was so funny. I just wanted her to ask for the password, and she did. Oh, that's great. <laughs> My wife has a thing where um, it's, it's a music streaming service that she she has. And we were at a friend's house for New Year's Eve maybe five years ago, and she had plugged in her account because it's a commercial-free account, so she logged in, and she never logged out, out that night, so it's, it's her friend Mike, and she has yet to change it and, and unsubscribe him. So we'll be sitting there in our house listening to music. Something will be playing. You know? Having a glass of wine, enjoying dinner, then all of a sudden, what happened? I walk over, like it just stopped. And she goes, oh, Mike must have logged on. Like, Mike still has the account? She goes, yeah, I'm like, why did you change it? The guy doesn't bother her. She finds that, I think, amusing when she's listening to and realizes that Mike has logged on to, to listen to the account because then immediately she's logged off or he's listening and she signs on, boom, he gets logged off. Oh, that's funny. Like, it, it doesn't, it, can't she just open an, a, an account and give him a freebie account because she works for the company? I don't know if she has that many freebie accounts oh, to hand out. I was yeah. going to say, I'm like, that would be easier, but it is kind of amusing to just be, you know, like, oh, I wonder he, what he's doing to set the mood to and, music. <laughs> and then we'll be driving to listen to your account and then some same kind of like your Netflix, some random thing will pop up. I'm like, how'd this come? Up, like, oh, it's got to be from Mike listening to X, Y, and Z, and that's why they're suggesting this song for us to listen to. That would be a great band name, X, Y, and Z. Oh, is there one? X, Y, and Z band. Let's see. There's X, Y, Z from France, but not X, Y, and Z. This is not Y, and no, Z. No, this is not. <laughs> this is the yeah, weekend. X, Y, Z, right? Look at that. I love that meme of Daniel Craig when he was on SNL and The Weeknd was performing. Everyone uses it now on Fridays where it says, ladies and gentlemen, The Weeknd. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best. It's Blinding Lights. Mix 94.1. That's Santana, Rob Thomas, American Authors Move. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending. Woo! On Mix 94.1. Adele is trending again this morning. Yesterday, the singer had some very exciting news from us. You heard it here. She announced her first single in five years would arrive on October 15th. The song is called Easy On Me, and it's rumored to be on a new album called 30. And now, Billboard is reporting that she is reportedly finalizing plans for her rumored Las Vegas residency in 2022. They say she's trying to pick between the Park Theater at the Park MGM or the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Now, they also add that both venues are run by Live Nation. They have dates available in 2022 to save, uh, to hold concerts. So if that would happen, wow, that would be enormous and then on that um single that she teased us with yesterday there was music that went along with a little video that she posted and i believe we have the music in there now i'm i I don't know if this is part of the song or if this is just some generic music that goes along with the video but this is uh this is what it is i don't see an assistant here but i think i have is this it i might have downloaded it okay yes Gotta go easy on me. 
There you go. <laughs> that part wasn't it. But Could you tell I wasn't Adele? <laughs> I thought I know it was. I sound like, just going. like her. <laughs> but there's speculation. There's some, someone is saying this is from something else. Yeah, I, I was reading on uh, Twitter. Someone was saying, no, that's actually from so-and-so's Fifth Symphony and B-flat or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. What's that app you can identify songs? Uh, Shazam? Shazam? Do you have that on your phone? I do, Sh- yeah. Shazam it. I'll play um, it. Tell me when you're ready. Hold on here. Shazam. Uh, okay. Ready? Here it comes. No result. We didn't quite catch that, Ooh. they said. Ah, so yeah, who knows? Maybe they're putting the putting the brakes on that one. Uh, but as of right now, we, we're not sure if that's it or not, but still super cool. Do you feel like, I feel like Adele's good fall music too. Yeah. It's like a fall feel to it. I'm excited about this. There is something about hearing some Adele that just, ah, I just, if she did a residency here, oh my gosh, that would be so amazing. She's so good in concert. Think about who's going to be here in 2022. Katy Perry, Carrie Underwood, Adele, Celine Dion is back. Wow. Yeah, it's it's insane. And we truly are lucky to live here. It's just, it's crazy. There's so many great shows. Also trending this morning is Meg Ryan. Now that Hot Girl Summer is over, get ready for Meg Ryan Fall. It's the newest fashion craze on TikTok. People are posting looks that are inspired by the actress's outfits from rom-com classics like When Harry Met Sally, You've Got Mail, and Sleepless in Seattle. So what kind of pieces are we talking? We're talking about those oversized sweaters those chic blazers i i hope there's no shoulder pads but i'm pretty sure there are and of course the classic trench coat so get ready for a meg ryan fall that is the look that is in and then finally this morning franzia is trending yeah franzia like the box wine and if you like that wine and you're looking for a Halloween costume, we may have the perfect opportunity for you. Fans of the box wine can now have both. The winery is selling adult-sized versions of its boxes online for 40 bucks. What's even better, it actually has wine in it. Yes, each side has a pouch that dispenses wine. The costumes come in two versions. You can dress as a Chardonnay box wine or a red blend, and you can get yours while they last at shopfranzia.com and that's what's trending. Your tickets to Sean Mendez in 10 minutes. Here are the details. Sean Mendez, Summer of Love on Mix 94.1. Hey, Mary, good morning. Hey, Mercedes. Hi, JC. Hey, Mary. You are caller 20. Good morning. Good morning to you. It is a great morning for you. You just heard Sean Mendez, and now you're going to see him. It's a world tour on September 15th of next year at the T-Mobile Arena. Tate oh McRae is going to be a special guest, and you just got your tickets. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. So the question is, do I bring my best friend or do I bring my six-year-old daughter? Ooh. Yes, no, no. Yeah, you do have some... No, no, what do I do? Yeah. I think you take your daughter. That's just okay, me. I, I feel like that's going to be a safe show for your six-year-old daughter oh, to go, go to. You told about your daughter going to homecoming, and I literally cried because it was so sweet. Oh, that's going to be you yeah. too, Mary. Just I, enjoy I it. Let Enjoy her well. She said, oh, you're going to have this memory of Sean Mendez with her. That's so amazing. Mary, thank you so much for your loyalty all these years and your love, and enjoy that concert. That's going to be a great time. We've got these tickets all week long at 940, and then up next, Heather has your tickets to see Sean Mendez and she has them in the 12 o'clock hour. 
Olivia Rodrigo, driver's license on Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. If you missed anything from today's show, it's available on the podcast. All you got to do is download it wherever you get your podcast, or you can get it at Mix941.fm. We will be back tomorrow with more tickets, Legends of Hip Hop. The mixtape tour with new kids on the block. Oh, my gosh. So much going on. And things will get awkward tomorrow when we play That Is Awkward right at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. So stick around. Heather is on the way next. She has more of your Shawn Mendes tickets to give away in the 12 o'clock hour. And right now it's time for the line of the day. I love our segment, Two Truths and a Lie, because you end up getting some very tall tales. And they have a lagoon there where you can actually swim with dolphins. Well, the next thing I know, one of the dolphins that we were playing with, it came up behind me and it's like nose dug on the downside of my swimsuit and pulled down my bikini bottoms. That was a really, really aggressive dolphin. Or was it? <laughs> I made it up. It didn't happen. Did you file a complaint about that dolphin when you got out? I mean, seriously, what's that I guy would doing? have if it was a true story. Uh. But yeah, I just made that. I was too scared to get in there with the dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it for show number 1496 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. Our lives aren't like they used to be. They're busier. Early morning Zooms, grabbing coffee to make that in-office meeting, getting to your kid's soccer game on time. Life is different, and so is advertising. To reach any audience, you need your message out there in all media, broadcast to streaming, on screens, and right to the ears of your customers. And that's what we do at Odyssey. Let's build a media campaign that targets the customers you know and want to reach more of. Right here in our community. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.